Hello, beautiful people. It is Thursday Night Football Thursday, December 8th, 2022. And this sports show begins right now. Football is kicking off its 14th week this evening as the Raiders travel to the Los Angeles Rams, where there'll be a lot of Raiders fans, to take on the NFC West reigning Super Bowl champion Rams team who are at home in six-and-a-half-point dogs. Now, what will be happening at quarterback for the Rams situation? Well, allegedly, Wolford, via Adam Schefter uh, report, Wolford, who was their backup quarterback, who got hurt immediately upon entering a football game, Perkins came in. Wolford hurt his neck. He will work out tonight in warm-ups. If the neck's good enough to play, he will start, allegedly from a Schefter report. If not, Baker Mayfield time for the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Nonetheless, we have a super boost going on that A.J. Hawk had picked. We all feel that this is going to be a very Las Vegas Raiders-heavy game. It should feel like a Raiders home game. The Raiders have been hot. A lot to prove. Devontae Adams is getting hot with Derek Carr yet again. Josh Jacobs put up three bills a couple weeks ago. This seems like six and a half is not enough points, and I do believe that A.J. Hawk feels the same way because of the way he set up his super boost this evening, and I think that's how the whole stage is. Speaking of the stage, ladies and gentlemen, Toxic tables here looking fantastic at Boston Connor rocking a sweet hoodie. Yeah, probably my favorite one in the repertoire. I need to get a few more of these. Because you got those blue eyes too, right? Uh, yeah, I got the baby blues. I appreciate you, you know, oh. referencing those. They make it pop a little bit. No, you, you wear a lot of blue stuff. I, I do. Yeah, I think it's because of natural correlation with those eyes that are yeah. just so goddamn impressive, aren't they? Yeah, I might as well. You know, I wish they were a little darker so they're similar to Patriots colors, but that's okay. I can go with the light blue. Jeff Saturday has perfect oh, eyes. Yeah. yeah. The Night Striking. King. There's some tweets coming out from the Indianapolis Colts organization. I'm not necessarily thrilled about sure. We will talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Ty Schmidt is mm. here, obviously Green Bay Packer owner. The Packers are on a bye week. Is this a little comforting, uh, comforting spot to be in that you know your team's not going to lose, disappoint you, and really no anxiety this weekend as you just look at all everybody else's teams playing going into the weekend? Yeah, a little bit more so just like, oh, I don't have to put myself through watching this again for four hours on Sunday, which you know the feeling. You know, it's not great. <laughs> well, you do. Just so I mean, we're talking about you right now. We are talking about people. But no, uh, you know, I read an article this morning that basically said like hey although the Packers don't play this weekend there's a good chance that they can still be eliminated or basically eliminated uh damn yeah they 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 need a whole bunch of people to lose so I'll I'll be kind of you know keeping an eye on that kind of stuff this weekend but it's always nice seeing the um the Raiders on primetime just kind of remembering what could have been and what used to be when you see Devontae just fucking gutting opposing secondary. So that's always nice. That's always fun. But, yeah, you know, I mean, hey, bye week. We got this Rams team next week on Monday Night Football. So maybe, maybe a little scouting, you know, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe see what you're going to get into. Yeah, exactly. Aaron Donald obviously on IR. Uh, Matthew Stafford on IR. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup on IR. Sean McVay, clean button shot. Yeah. Yeah. 245-pound man. Not on He will be coaching. That's right. Dog. So he, (laughs) dog. Yeah. What does the future of the Rams look like? We have no idea. And we don't know tonight either. This is just because they're. All, most of their stars, Jalen will be out there, I believe. He'll be mm-hmm. playing. He, expect him to have a big night prime time. So Jalen will do Maybe. something. I mean, there's yeah. been a couple times, I guess, where he has got dunked on and mm-hmm. bombed on this particular season. Oh, yeah. But Jalen will make a play. I think Jalen will make a play yeah. this evening. Will it be enough? I'm not certain. Devontae uh, has a track record of getting the best of him. So we'll see. 
We'll Devontae see. has a track record of getting the best of a lot of true. people. Yeah, true. Uh, one half of the hammer. Don. Cowboys turn digs is here. All the money on the Raiders this evening? 70%. Or? So, remember, it was 80 the last time. True. Yep. Sometimes there's just some obvious shit. Mm-hmm. Okay? How do you feel about this whole thing, Tone? What do you see happening out here? See, I... When the Rams played the Seahawks last week, I didn't think the Rams were going to be able to score with the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and I have the same feeling this week, even though the Seahawks did not cover last week. Uh, but if the if I take the Raiders and they don't cover, I could sleep tonight. If I take the Rams and they get blown out by 40, I, I will be pissed at myself for <sighs> taking said Rams. Well, and everybody yeah. will mock and ridicule you as <clears throat> a host of a gambling sure. podcast right. named Hammer. Don, if you were to bait uh, – Bank on either Baker, who just got on the team two days ago after yeah. asking for a release, or Wolford, who has a, maybe a broken freaking neck. Yeah. That's an interesting situation for the Rams to be in, but it is the NFL. It is the 2022 season, so who knows what the fuck's going The only Wolf I trust to play with a broken neck is Wolf the Dennis Stanson. Okay? Well said. How Saw what he did to Gordon Bombay. Hungry like the Wolf. Congrats to you. That didn't feel pretty good. Yeah, just, that was awesome. Just thought about it. The Wolf is also in um, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, Fiction yeah. the fixer, the cleaner. That's Gets right. Done. Everything mm-hmm. like that. Gets shit done. Cool there nickname. It is. it is. The Wolf is a cool nickname. Mm-hmm. I wish my name had wool in there somewhere yeah. so it could just get tossed in there. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, the Wolf might be playing with a broken fucking neck. Uh, speaking of a man who might have uh, broken somebody else, Thielen. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember, yeah, remember? He, was trying, he was trying yeah. to break uh-huh. Adam Thielen's neck at some mm-hmm. point. Bygones have been bygones. I think they have moved yeah, past that, which good. is which is <laughs> an incredible news. Host of Everything DB, where we've gotten smarter all year long. Host of the Man to Man podcast with Antoine Bethay, who did not get into the Hall of Fame. Travesty. Wild. The Black College Football Hall of Fame. Next year. You're getting in there next year. Well, mm-hmm. actually, we did a little research on who got in this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't think Antoine's getting into the Black College Football Hall of Fame until at least 2062. Yeah, 20, just about. I don't know how many years. A lot, a lot of black and white photos. A lot, a lot of – I mean, he got he – was, he was competing against people who the only stories that are told about them are positive stories because – only the banger survive in yeah. the conversation over decades and decades and decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did not know that was the case. I, I will say, I will plead ignorance, but I want to let everybody know, Antoine Bethea, going in there next year, worthy of it. Yep. Actually, I know nothing about it. I, I, I should not be the one who's saying anybody deserves anything. I just hope he gets in there. Uh, Darius J. Butler. Someone who did get in. There's a big bill show today. Leslie Frazier, yeah. defensive coordinator. He Con- got in. Congrats, so. Leslie. Oh, Leslie. 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 Leslie yeah, we do. Have, speaking of, we have Vaughn Miller joining us in an uh, hour and ten minutes, fresh out of the hospital after his ACL surgery, in which he released a video uh, from the hospital bed saying, hey, I don't need any woe is me type stuff. I'm excited to showcase my work ethic, basically, to my new teammates, how committed I am to this, to a new fan base, let people know that I'm going into rehab and I'm coming out on the other side stronger. That was an incredible message from Vaughn Miller yesterday. Excited to see what Leslie Frazier and the defense do um, without Vaughn in the mix. How do you think tonight goes, though? Let's talk about this. Do you think the Wolf matters? Do you think Baker Mayfield matters? Or do you think this is in the middle of, like, prime Raider season right now, figuring out what the fuck they are and who the fuck they are? Raiders rolling, obviously, since that uh, Derek Carr Press conference, mm-hmm. you know, where he let That's his emotions right. show, yep. put his emotions. These guys power. been rolling. <laughs> Devontae Adams has been going well, squeeze. We go through. <laughs> just a practice. Just pissing Derek, I have a. Uh, I, just, just a minute. Just finish that. I'm just. Uh, just pissed off. It was fucking emotional, man, wasn't it? Yeah, crazy. Really, very emotional. Yeah, I yeah. love that he's that invested, but yeah. they have been rolling ever since. They have been rolling. Devontae's been rolling. Obviously, Josh Jacobs is having an incredible season. 
Um, Baker Mayfield. We'll see. We I'm expecting him to play for some reason. I just feel like Baker's going to be out there. Really? And I think Cam Akers should get a lot of touches because of that. So do you think that Sean McVay is saying um – yeah, we're going to work out the guy with the broken neck who's been here a while just so people stay off his case. Like, you're not actually – are you Are you starting a guy that just two days ago came onto your team? Is that what we're doing right now? Is that where we're at? So he doesn't have to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is like, uh, hey, we're working out a guy who knows the offense at least and has a clue what he's doing. And if it doesn't work out, okay, we'll play the guy. So you think it's potential, like, doesn't look good that a guy with a broken neck's working out before the game? Because in my eyes – if they're even working him out, I thought he was going to go. But you're saying no. You think the opposite. And it makes good I, I, sense, actually. Yeah. I have no intel. No, I just think Baker is going to play tonight. From a PR standpoint, it would make a lot of sense to yeah. say, the guy who knows the offense, been here, is going to work out. If he can't go, hey, what do you want us to do? Okay, we would put Cooper Cup in. Guess what? He's not. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, not boy. here. So we're playing Baker Mayfield. And, and defensively, I'm, shit. If, if I know Baker Mayfield is going to be starting, I am sending everything from everywhere uh, that's the game plan going in. So now, if he just comes out there, trots out there, you know, right before kickoff, maybe you have to kind of adjust on the sideline. But um, what if a guy has a broken neck? What does that mean? What are they looking for here? I wonder. Like, if he can turn, if he can, yeah. if it hurts, what are they, what mm-hmm. are they working on? I wonder. I What's a workout for a, a I've neck? I know some people who play with some broken necks or backs, and depends on where it is. What I'm it not is. saying a guy has a broken neck. By the way, it's like no. a sprain or something. Right, but Whatever. he might. Yeah, who knows? After this game, with that old line And with Chandler Jones and Crosby. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he might die Chandler, on yeah. the field tonight. Chandler, had a big, Chandler Jones, had a, he's been having a quiet year, but last week he got rolling. Every year he – well, I'm not going to – in the same way that you just described there, he's always had a quiet year. Like, he had, like, quiet 10 sacks, quiet 11 sacks, yeah. quiet 13 sacks. Nobody really talked about it because he was out in the middle of the desert. Yep. Then he signs with the Raiders for big money, and it's almost like this year statistically has been worse than yeah. he's had over time. Oh, yeah. But if he gets playing anything like he has in the past that none of us covered or talked about because nobody was talking about it for whatever reason, like, he's a weapon. And yeah. let alone Crosby because you can't just shift, mm-hmm. okay, who are you going to send a chip to? Are you going to chip both? Okay, well, then what the fuck else are you going to do? Like, that is yeah. – that is a real problem for them, and I can see why they put the team together the way it did. Why is it taking so long for that team to get going? What, what happened, do you think? Like, tonight, are we going to see the Raiders team who's like, this is what we thought the Raiders could be? Do you mm-hmm. think that was it? Do you think it was McDaniels adjusting to being a head coach again? Do you think it was the players not buying in? Do you think it was the I IRS know, yeah. investigating? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Davis, like, what do you think it You've is? you got a lot of moving parts. and You saw all the first-round picks that they've gotten rid of uh, recently. Oh, yeah. New, new, you know, new offense. Defensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. So there's a lot of moving parts there. A lot of you know, a lot of times that stuff just doesn't click. You know, as soon as you see what's going on in Denver. So um, you know, obviously you saw the talent. Waller's been out. He's been banged up all year. Renfro's been banged up all year. So uh, pleasantly. Josh Jacobs showed up this year, which a lot of people didn't expect. So. Yeah, because he was playing in the Hall of Fame game. We thought he was potentially going to get run out of town because yeah. they didn't pick up his fifth-year option either. Good luck to all the teams tonight. Yeah, so right. we're good. Teams tonight. There's a chance that you see a kickoff from the Raiders team where the ball, okay. The baby Duke? This is baby Duke. Act like it's actual Duke. I'm putting this T it's not a tee. It's actually an ashtray okay. for CBD, mm-hmm. but it has a similar build as a kickoff tee. It's sitting atop the sacred mushroom and the cross. Oh, okay. yeah. This is obviously a book that we all read. That's yeah. right. Glorious book. With the, uh, That's a good one. With the Aaron Rodgers Book Club 2.0. Top 12. So you might see this tonight out of the Raiders. I don't know. They did it last week. And uh, it was interesting because normally you'll see somebody come hold on a kickoff 
uh, for like if it's a windy day or something like that, need to hold. Normally going to be a one because yep. the ones are right, so you count from outside in R one two three four five, and then on the other side L one two three four five. Normally your ones are your safety players, so they're mm-hmm. running down and then they're kind of hanging out like fifteen yards behind all the action. So if somebody you know loses a lane and somebody busts through, bang, you got three. You got the kicker and the two safeties that can kind of make up for it all. Now they don't always put the ones on the farthest outside again game is actually trying to find who the fucking ones are mm-hmm. and then you count off the ones because you could have the one at the four uh normally same person though normally the person you just have to find where they're at the ones at the four position so you count from outside in two three five and then one is the four right there mm. boom you have it all go so this is just not necessarily the outside person's the one looking for the one who is the safety so the one will be the person that'll come hold for it so that's an easy indicator too for the return team like boom there's the one right there so you don't want to normally do this if you don't have to do this mm-hmm. you would like to keep everybody out so you don't show who's your one so they're not blocking them and you also have an extra person potentially down in coverage quicker so last week the raiders were doing something fascinating they had their one holding in a, in a, in a dome, obviously. So there's no wind or whatever. Had them hold on the back end of the tee, okay? So, like, uh, I'll, do it, um, I'll do it as if the uh, – so we're kicking this way. We're acting like we're ki- – no, all right, go to this one, yeah. We're kicking – oh, go to Jabba, actually. Mm-hmm. Go to Jabba. Boom. Boom. Okay, so here's the tee. See tee here? Okay, every tee has a little indent in it, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, like, as little as possible so that the tip of the ball can sit inside of it, and then, boom, you can bang that thing. Back in the day, they used to have the tees that had, like, those oh. plastic orange things, oh, yeah. yep. and that would cover the fucking ball where you're trying to kick it at. So they invented new tees. There's new tees being invented every single year. Literally, Didn't ex-kickers are trying to cash in on creating the next tee that everybody wants to use, right? What can showcase the most amount of ball? What has the ability to lean so you can do little onside kicks and everything like that? People are trying to master it. It's plastic. So normally you sit that thing inside of the tee like that so it can hold it up, right? Like exactly like this. Mm-hmm. What the Raiders were doing last week, which is fascinating, is they were putting on the back of the tee like this. So a little bit more height, you Ooh. see, a little bit higher, uh-huh. maybe like half an inch, maybe three quarters of an inch, mm. whatever it is. Who knows however long it was, uh, however much was in there. Hold Put on there having to hold or hold it and then tilting that thing back just a little bit, okay? So then Daniel Carlson, who has a monster leg. We're talking about one of the biggest legs in the league. He's bombing this thing high to the goal line, okay? Mm. So by the time that ball is kicked, one who's the holder is getting back into his lane coverage. And obviously the kicker's kind of mirroring where the ball is. And then that... You're catching that at the goal line, and this thing has, like, hang time of a punt, like, bigger than a punt or whatever. So then their special team's able to get down there, tackle them inside to 20, inside to 15, which is a massive fucking advantage as opposed to starting at the 25. So keep your eyes peeled for that tonight on Thursday Night Football. The special team's coordinator there at uh, the Raiders. Sure. I know him a little bit. Oh, who is he? Just don't need to say his name. Okay. That fucking guy will read the rule book every single day trying to find. Uh, and I had to ask him. I actually had to ask him. I was like, hey, am I seeing what I think I'm seeing on your kickoffs or whatever? And, like, am I allowed to talk about this? Like, is this something I'm allowed to talk about what you're doing or what kind of thing? He said, all legal, babe. Do what you got to do. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, all right. This is what's happening. So like that, that's something that I've never seen done before. And if it's been legal this entire time and somebody figured out 
that it was legal, the loophole or whatever. Should have been doing that for a long time, and it will help out the kickoff coverage a lot. And also, this is going to create a lot more returns. Yeah. Like tonight, yeah. you'll see some returns tonight if they choose to do it. If not, if you think the Rams' offense is terrible, which they might, you might just fucking kick it through the end zone and just be like, sure. team stinks. But going forward, if you see Raiders doing that, if like they, they have respect for the other offense and mm-hmm. they're like, we got to back them up just a little bit, look for them to do that. I think it's pretty cool. It's an innovative thing that I'm actually very pissed off that I didn't think of whenever we were doing this whole thing. I'm not 100% sure who kicks off for the Raiders, whether it's Cole or Carlson. They're both unbelievable. But can every team do this? I think it's this? Carlson. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Carlson too. Can every team do it or does Carlson yes. like have a big enough – Oh yeah, I think. Every, oh, you're talking legally? Can like, everybody do it? No, like, no. Like, the, do they have the player that oh, could? So I could. I don't think. I, if if I wasn't able to do it, like when it was down here, I didn't have enough flexibility to be able to get the ball high enough to like the the left. I could go high to the right because I didn't have to pull through it. Yeah, couldn't go high to the left. If I was to kick off of this, this is like a that's like almost a high school tee. So like, mm-hmm. I think most people could probably get it done. Yeah, I think so. That, that's the old school T. That thing's a fucking, that's the new school T. That's old school T. Punt, pass, and kick. Had to use that. Mm-hmm. Won with that T. Okay, I won, I won with that T. Mm-hmm. Hurt my foot every time I kicked mm-hmm. it. Then they developed this one. Bang. And it's like, this is just the new status quo standard. Two inches for, um, for high schoolers. Then it drops down to one inch for college. And then obviously uh, one inch in the NFL or whatever, but that back end, you see, it's obviously higher. It's yeah. like a half inch higher. So it's like one and a half inch. It's a brilliant idea. It's a good concept. And you guys are dialed in to put that thing right at the goal line, right? Like that's easier said than done? No, no. I think some, it's like a golf club, I think. Okay. You know what I mean? Just yeah. reps and then like you a, get like the distance but on But here's it. something to think about here as we go. And obviously we're talking about kicking and punting, which everybody loves. Yeah. Right. Um, we're at the stage of the year now where guys' legs are slowing down. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, you might see rookie punters, like, hit a real wall here because they've been kicking since training camp of their senior year of college. So senior year of college, you go to training camp, probably even the offseason. So let's do offseason in the senior year of training camp and then into your senior year, then into your combine training or senior pro day training, then into your draft training, then into your OTAs, then in the training camp, then the longest NFL season of your life, the longest football season of your life. So guys' legs get tired naturally. So look for punters' legs to kind of start mm. slowing out here about 14. And this is where they're going to have to adjust uh, their hold. Like, I think there's some guys that are, I'm not going to say by name, that they drop the ball too high. And then when their legs get slower, obviously your leg's not going to be able to catch up as much, so your drop is going to move, so you're not going to hit a ball consistent. If I was punters right now that potentially have a problem turning the ball over, hang on to that thing longer, drop it lower, and just turn the fucker over for the rest of the year, get to the offseason, and get your legs back on ice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do, but you're going to see some probably some more shitty punts as we go forward, especially from some of the younger guys. Well, you talk about that, too, and, you know, people, like, saying, oh, it's, it's not a big deal or whatever. As a guy who, like, watching the Packers, like, I tell you what, Ooh. when you're starting every fucking possession on, like, the 13 or the 12-yard yes. line as opposed to the 25, like, that does make a massive difference. Like, yeah. it's, it, I mean, it's like night and day. It really is, especially if you got a team like the Rams who you're potentially starting a guy who hasn't played quarterback for them all. Like, that is a massive weapon. Yeah. I'm happy for the Raiders figuring it out. Shoot pissed that I never thought of it. Like, yeah. Like it was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to find out who the returner is. Chuck gets up here. Yeah, I was going to say, because of that. I might bet on the yeah. special teams touchdown tonight. Oh, get a return. Oh, hey, is Tutu Atwell back there that fast? Him and Powell. Okay. 
But also, you got if it's a good return, though, they're probably just going to boot it out of the fucking end zone. Yeah, and you got to bet you know on the I mean? player. Can't bet defense special teams anymore. I always enjoyed that's those. Oh, uh, that's bullshit. Yeah, it is. You're right. There's a lot of bullshit going. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. hey! A lot of fuckery going. Oh, it's hard enough. I do love uh, one of my favorite moments in games would be late in the game. You know, cold as fuck wherever we are. We just scored. We're up two or whatever, mm-hmm. and like we're up three, and there's minute and thirty left. It's like, hey, I need a touchback here. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, fucking give me a cannon. I guess (laughs) this thing is 20 mile an hour winds. It's like, hey, come on. That's what we fucking paid you for. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, easy, fucking easy. Let me just blast this thing 70 yards into a fucking Cleveland wind. You got it. No problem. Obviously, I don't. Guy makes a play. Thank you, God. <laughs> Thank you, God. You go? I think I'm getting. I think I'm getting cut if you don't make. <laughs> if you don't make that play, what a moment! Because of that thought, where you know punters' legs get tired. Are there more games on, in the return game? Like, will they try and confuse? So the... now it's all about just catching the fucking ball. Okay. So like uh, these punts will go like you have no idea where they go, and then you'll see 15, 20 yard bounces. I talked about this like last week, and there fucking was like a, yeah. I think there was a twenty two yard bounce last week or something like that. That's two first downs. Mm-hmm. So like if you just get somebody that can catch the fuck ball that's i think that is goal okay. number one but also yeah i guess you could look for like the fake returner yeah mm-hmm. especially if it's like inconsistent look for the fake returner where somebody catches or somebody acts like the ball's over here the whole team acts like the ball's over here and the fucking guy who's a corner comes back here catches the punt and he's all by himself i've seen that happen a few times but right now the game is just catching the punts the, tonight though there's some there's some that guy for the raiders is a fucking bomber Cole, yeah. he yeah. murders footballs. He's not in his rookie year either, so I think like he's built for he the moment. It. He's like six four, six five. Yeah, they're huge. Oh, Carlson geez. too. Huge. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to watch him murder it. <laughs> I hope there's some offense, though. Honestly, I hope there's yeah, some offense yes, for his yeah. primetime game because for the boost, whenever AJ sent it in, my big my big fear was that these primetime games have not delivered really this year. Mm-hmm. Right? There's been a couple, I guess, that mm-hmm. have gone Tampa Bay there. If you stayed up until two minutes and 55 seconds left in a game, there was obviously fireworks. That was another Tampa game earlier. I think it was against the Rams where it wasn't until at the last 40 seconds Tom just drives on the Rams, boom, boom, boom. So there's been moments in primetime games, but most of these primetime games have been kind of snoozers. Do you see any chance of that tonight? Do you think it's a blowout? How do you see the game going, Mm. Darius? I see it being a blowout. I see the Raiders rolling. I mean, Devontae looks – unbelievable cars getting into like you know we've seen car play great for stretches i feel like this could be one of those stretches uh but uh, to tone's point i thought the same thing with the seahawks yeah. and the rams like this uh past sunday yeah so, all right knows. that was their best game the rams, the rams probably last week against seahawks was their best game and i feel like everyone's thought but the wolf was healthy oh, yeah. for most of it right yeah how about, how about bobby wags <gasps> now that o-line's got two quarterbacks with neck injuries. punch out yeah he uh boop. did he, he legally had, was it? Depends. You got to ask Chuck. Well, oh, well, well, well. Expert. All right, hey, thank you for being so good at transitions because that's honestly what you do best. It, well, you do a lot of things best, but you <laughs> are fantastic in the transition game. That's why Man to Man Pod is so goddamn good with Antoine, and we appreciate you being here two times a week all season. You're yes, thank, thank you, D-Bot. So there was a little something that happened on the internet last night that certainly – Peaked our interest. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'd say. Because not only is our guy, Coach P, from Coach P's Keys on this program every single Thursday going to happen today, who has given us so much information on a lot of these teams, is he involved in this? Mm-hmm. 
Colts are involved in this. Yeah. Okay. Shaq Leonard mm-hmm. tweets about this. Mm-hmm. And a move that everybody loves, the Peanut Punch is involved in this. And Peanut Tillman is started this whole thing. Yeah. So these are three big names, Jeez. two of them that we're very closely connected with. And then one, obviously, we don't know, but we have the utmost respect for, Charles Tillman, who found out about a memo that had been sent to all the NFL teams. Memo for the Peanut Punch. I tried to tell you all it's a game changer. At NFL Officiating, next time call your boy. I can teach it better than Coach Pagano. I can show you all how to do it the right way. You know where to find me, okay? Awesome. Yep. Peanut emoji. Mm-hmm. Boxing glove emoji. Right. For peanut punch. punch. Okay. In every tweet I would send if I was this man, yep. I would put a peanut emoji at the end of it and then a boxing glove at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you having a name. I do believe he does that. Obviously. Okay, good. Good. That's great. He's doing yep. great Twitter. I love this Smart. guy. Uh, just like Moss talked the other day, Randy Moss, about getting mossed and people talking about you got Moss. Like, that has to be so cool. Peanut Punch, incredible contribution to the game. So then obviously a man who's become very, very good with the Peanut Punch in the modern era, Shaquille Leonard of the Indianapolis Coach, formerly where Coach Pagano obviously was the head coach and is endeared and has raised millions and millions of dollars for cancer research yep. and helped lives and everything. He's still very close with the ownership of the – literally – he, I think he hit the anvil. He did. He uh, did yeah. Three games ago. Yeah. Big pop. Yep. Like Shaq Leonard, uh, who is well liked by the Indianapolis Colts fans. This year, obviously, we don't understand what the hell is going on, but well, like, how someone who's never punched at the ball or don't even know the art to it is going to tell people Whoa. how to punch at the ball? Ooh. I would love to have a conversation with at NFL officiating and Chuck to give some insight on how it's done correctly in the wrong way of doing it. Okay. So I feel like what had happened here. And I will say, Shaq Leonard's incredible at the peanut punch. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Best oh, yeah. in the game. He's incredible at the peanut yeah, punch. Marlon Humphrey. Yep. I feel like there's more now oh, than yeah. ever because everybody's starting to train and hone in on the skills. You have to be very accurate with that punch. Like, people get – you could break your knuckles with that thing. Oh, everybody's yeah. like, how come everybody didn't just punch the ball out? And then I was like, that's a good question. How come everybody didn't just punch the ball out? So I asked somebody, and they're like, well, if you miss, Pat, you're punching a fucking elbow bone. Like, oh, do you just want to break yeah. your – you want to break your knuckle? Chris. Or you, you punch somebody's forearm? Yeah. Like, is that a good time? I mean, yeah, we're tough but like is it worth it or not yeah, yeah you can punching get, a helmet you can get stiff arm you get juke like it's a lot you know you got to make the tackle too yeah but now it's become like a honed craft yeah. and i Shaq has certainly done it and peanut oh, punch yeah. was our peanut tillman was obviously the founder of this and i think what we have here is just a classic miscommunication mm-hmm. yeah. so the nfl gave a heads up to all the coaches in the nfl assistant coaches head coaches the gm every week this type of thing happens on you know point of clarifications where they'll send a video normally it's troy vincent jr who does this talking over like hey this week this is something that happened i believe it's sent with a memo that i did not i did not know about this memo until peanut took oh, yeah. a picture of the memo right. and put out we did ask a person that would know mm-hmm. is this just standard operating procedure he said yes this comes with the memo then the video comes as players we normally only see the video in either a friday meeting when we find out who the refs are and that's kind of like the whole official conversation mm-hmm. or thursday meeting but i assume it gets sent on monday or tuesday december 7th or whatever day that is when is that yesterday. yesterday okay so that got sent on wednesday so the memo comes Players have not seen the video yet. Nobody's seen the video yet except for the coaches who have clicked on it immediately. Players won't see this video until Friday. So I believe Peanut potentially thought that Chuck was going to take ownership over 
the peanut punch, mm-hmm. and Chuck was going to act as if he knew how to do it better than anybody else. And I think Shaq thought that since Peanut was offended by it, and Shaq, who's paying tribute to Peanut, every single thing he does, was like, yeah, this is fucked up. We'll get in there. What you need to know, Shaq and Charles Tillman, just as somebody who may or may not have seen the video that you're <laughs> going to see in like a day, just know that Chuck cuts a promo for Peanut. <laughs> he, he literally leads <laughs> off the thing mm-hmm. talking about how great of a football player Charles Tillman is, how he's number one in NFL history by a lot. There's yeah. nobody close. And this is Chuck basically lays it out by saying, this is what Peanut did. And then the first example that he shows <laughs> is Shaq Leonard saying, oh, here's no. a man who is incredible oh, at no. it. So, like, I understand why Peanut and Shaq – might have thought like to get like upset about it, like, hey, how come the creator of this isn't getting credit? Chuck like works for the mm-hmm. the refs. This was meant to be just an internal thing. This wasn't meant to get publicized. But even in the internal thing, like Chuck cuts an entire promo about how great Charles Tillman is at this and how he changed the game and how more people are gonna do it. It's like I just think it's classic miscommunication. D but your thoughts on this whole hey, thing? Classic miscommunication. Happens on the internet all the time. And I'm gonna be honest, I thought we were gonna see Chuck video too. I thought we were gonna see Chuck up here with Connor showing Showing exactly yeah, how much we've seen, up here. We've seen yeah. examples. And we've seen some tape of Chuck. He might not have punched the balls out, but he, hey, he him. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but I, I can see how the miscommunication happens. And when they see the video, I'm sure they'll hopefully, you know, feel differently about it. But once again, like you said, two great players, great at doing that um, exact thing. <laughs> video is actually kind of funny. Yeah, video is very <laughs> – with everything that happened in the tweets with Peanut – Quote tweeting it and being like, come on. And then Shaq quote tweeting it being like, what is this? Literally the video. As soon as Chuck starts talking, it's like, this was obviously made famous by the incredible football player that is Charles Peanut Tillman. Lays his numbers out. 13 years in the NFL had this many. That like it is. It's almost a Hall of Fame induction speech that Chuck is doing. And then the first video is boom. Like lit. Boom, Shaq Leonard making a play. So classic miscommunication, obviously. Uh, we're all happy that Chuck didn't act like he was fucking better at the peanut punch than Charles <laughs> Peanut Tillman or Shaq Leonard. That would have been bad for our program, too. But whenever I saw this oh, happen, no, I'm like, damn, have good. these guys seen the video? And Chuck, what the fuck did you say? And th- that's all I kept thinking <laughs> after seeing it. I think this is an interesting situation all of a sudden. Yeah, I saw this last night, and I just assumed that Chuck said, you know, everyone talks about this being the peanut punch. Ten years earlier, they're calling this the fucking Pagano punch. Okay, so I don't know what it- University of Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh-huh. exactly. They called us the Cowboys. I used to be able to lasso that. I mean, I, that's what they used to say. Now, social media wasn't around back then, so I thought there was a chance that was happening. Yeah. That was not scary. And if you do recall, this is Chuck Pagano playing football, and it's grainy footage. Obviously, this is old school. Wait till you see somebody come flying in with their helmet down. I <laughs> Balls out. <laughs> that's a, that's a Pagano punch. Yeah. yeah. He did it. it with his forehead. <laughs> yeah. That's old school football. Yeah. And Antoine Bethea, by the way, this is what we're talking about here. If you don't have tape that looks like this, you're not getting into the Black College Football Hall of Fame. Okay? Sorry. Sorry, Antoine. Yeah, maybe in 25, 30 years. Antoine needs to start putting some filter on his video. Yeah. That's what he should do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Moral Holy story. shit, this guy's running real fast. <laughs> Whoa! Moral of the story here, Chuck, uh, Chuck was complimenting these two guys, but they don't know that. Yes, they didn't know that Bingo. at the time. Hey, someone needs to fucking inform him. Well, that's what we're trying to do right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't Charles Tillman is is he an FBI agent or am I? No, I think no, he yeah, is. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of. Uh, 
Like it has FBI would be the right I one, right? I think he's an FBI agent. So Chuck better, you know, dot his eyes Chuck, across. Yeah, his make sure you change your passwords too. Yeah, yeah, everything. Probably block out that camera too on your laptop. I will <laughs> say this uh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> this thing's wide open. <laughs> uh, is now an FBI agent. Yeah, he's an FBI agent. That's awesome. Whoa. Think about what he's doing with that right hand. My God. No. Some of those oh. jaws. Yeah. Jesus. Hey, they ain't bouncing Watch back out like McVeigh. You know what I mean? Watch out terrorism. Was he on the team when, was it Sam Hurd? Who was the guy? Oh, uh, yes. He was moved. I wonder if he. Busted whole, him? Yeah. No. Is no that, is way. Is this what started the whole, like. Hey, Sam Hurd was fucking moving weight. Yeah. yeah, big time. Are you Walking, saying he's Johnny Utah? Sam Hurd. Is that what happened in the movie? Yeah. Uh, Sam Hurd was walking in and out of five-star restaurants in Chicago while being a bear with kilos of cocaine in his hands. Yeah. Just walking right through the front door. Are we doing this or not? And then right out the front door, right into a car, sit at shotgun, yep. drive home. We got practice later. Yeah, returning punts on Sundays. Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Hands team. He was yeah. on a hands team, I think. I think, I think we played against him. I've been on field with... Uh, Couple dogs out there. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> couple yeah. dogs out there, yeah. dude. When's he getting out? Never. It yeah, was a no, lot. It was dude. a lot. And they were like, uh, I feel like it was a while ago, right? Yeah, uh, but like, it, I mean, dude, remember they were telling him like, just tell us who you got it from. He's like, me, motherfucker. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. They're like, no, yeah. no. They're like, who? Who is it? Like, Fucking there, there me. is no who. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's me. <laughs> Fifteen years in prison for all. That's 2013. All right, hey Sam, I want to let you know. Oh, we got a good docu series or conversation waiting on you as soon yeah. as you get out if you mm-hmm. need it, pal. Uh, big good behavior too. I would love to know how he. Um, yeah, he might be out soon. Yeah, free hurt. Free hurt, dude. <laughs> free yeah, what if the, the what if the? Uh... You know how much you know how much stress had to be on that man? Oh my Playing God. in the NFL Does while also me? moving. Sounds like he wasn't stressed at all. He's just hanging <laughs> yeah, out. Right, you're right. <laughs> Sam Hurd was ready for it. <laughs> yeah. What if he gets a situation where he has to create a team to play against the guards, and if they beat that team, then he gets out. I've heard like that yard isn't the standard yard. Oh, it's a little longer. A little bit longer. Maybe uh, even I've heard those ones. The, the longest, longest yard, potentially. Uh, yeah, well, it's crazy. That'd be awesome. Couple players. All right, let's talk about some news around the world. Uh, Sam Hurd, happy you came up in conversation. Mm-hmm. Hope you're all right in yeah. there. Sam Hurd in jail. Yeah. Okay. Well, and if that is the case, longest yard, he could recruit Brett Favre to their uh, prison, and then he can play quarterback, and then he'll be out in no time. You're right. You're 100% right. It'd be easy. I sold Coke. You stole from poor people. We come together, we're unstoppable. Yeah. One and the same. I don't think he'd get past rivalry, though, him being a Packer. Yeah, you're right, him being so associated with the Bears. I think he played for the Cowboys as well. Uh, so I think the rivalry, rivalry between prisoner and prison guard. Oh, yeah. Supersedes. Supersedes everything. So Sam Hurd's still in jail. Yes. Which, D-Butt, do the transition, please. Uh, Brittany Griner, not in jail. That's what you do, That's what you do, Brittany Griner was released from custody in Russia today in a one-for-one deal with uh, between USA and Russia. Um, the Merchant of Death yeah. was released from United States prison. He is a Russian arms dealer who uh, allegedly was doing stuff uh, in Central America, I think, yep. and selling a lot of guns. With the sole purpose of killing Americans is how it was being sold. I don't know how they found that out about said guy from Russia, but that's how it was being sold this morning on the internet heavily. This guy also won- armed all of Central Africa. Every 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 civil AK forty seven, yeah. What? Middle East as well. Yeah, in Africa. Every every 
war in Africa that's going on. This dude? Guy, yeah. Yeah. The Merchant of Death, yes. Uh, Victor Sheesh. Bout. Uh, he has been released from custody. He is 14 years into a 25-year sentence. He's going back to Russia. Brittany Griner coming back home to the family in time for the holidays. Obviously, congratulations to Brittany Griner getting out of jail. Welcome back, Brittany. To her family. Uh-huh. Welcome back. Also, thank you, Vin Diesel. I don't know if Vin Diesel had anything I to do. I think he did. I saw, he basically uh, posted, like, I think a week and a half ago yeah. on his Instagram. He said, Brittany Griner better fucking be home by Christmas. And it happened. So Will then he hopped home. in a car? Probably. Exactly. Drove across the, the ocean. ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, there is an episode where he drives across Siberian the, yes, the little ice bridge that connects Alaska. No, no. I saw it in Dubai. I saw it in Dubai. They have these uh, souped-up cars yeah. that are boats. They have, like, Ferrari boats. Okay. Like, you sit in them like it's a car. You drive like it's a car, but it's like a high-speed boat. I would assume Vin went Lambo boat to Lambo. Probably probably had a Grand Wagoneer to get across the Atlantic because that's going to be tough. And then he hopped into another Lambo probably to speed through certain areas. And Mm -hmm. I need Brittany Griner home for Christmas. (laughs) Wasn't a fucking doubt after I saw No. Oh, my God. This dude's the best. I mean, look at Anthony Davis. He can't believe he's looking at (laughs) Vin Diesel right now. That's certainly um, a man of power, Vin Diesel. I'd say. Is that the photo he used? Yes, yeah, it is. that's his Instagram. That's <laughs> it is. So when he showed up at the Laker game, the game basically stopped. Okay, yeah. LeBron, LeBron called a timeout. Fucking went yeah. over. Fucking dapped Shook him his up. Hand. Yeah, yeah, LeBron got himself pulled out of the game. Hand. It's unbelievable. Vin Diesel not making yeah. this up at all, bro. I'm so happy because whenever we had issues with, uh, you know, North Korea, mm-hmm. Scoot. send over fucking Sen Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he wears, he wears a weed map shirt yep. when he goes over there, which I'm sure North Korea is very open to oh, yeah. weed oh, of course. and everything like that. Well, probably for the crew that he was with or whatever, nobody else. So then uh, things I kind of settle or whatever. And Vin Diesel hops on a couple of different car boats, mm-hmm. drives his fast, furious ass all the way over there. Yep. Brittany Griner's back home before Christmas. Yeah. And then a lot of people were like, we're letting the merchant of death out. Vin Diesel's like, I'll handle him. Yeah, exactly. He's Bingo. probably going to take him out. Mm-hmm. Put a bullet in his He head. only got 25 years for that? It's interesting, right? Because yeah. I would assume there was uh, some interestingly crooked sure. yeah, exactly. and stuff going on there. You forgot to mention, too, we also send you know, Zhao Xenia to China, but we just haven't really figured out whether or not he is still on our side yet. Like John me. Cena? Yeah. John Cena's on our side. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying we had a state senator or a... Uh, Gallagher, yep. Yeah, yep. Brian Gallagher on, and let me say, he was a Marine, and he does not know. I did know. not expect him. I did not expect that conversation with him about aliens and UFOs and things getting opened up yeah. to turn into a fucking promo against John Cena. That was crazy. Does this guy not remember when former Marine John Cena, 150 confirmed kills, went in the <laughs> middle of the ring and confirmed through his sources that Bin Laden... Had been fucking killed. I do remember that day. Yeah. May 1st. Mm-hmm. Yep. And everything Tony just said is exactly why uh, Gallagher and the Marine community do not love John Cena. Because he played the Marine in that movie. Yeah, well, John certainly has a relationship with China that he's going to have to answer for probably at some point. Sometime. And, and Mr. Gallagher over there from Wisconsin, who was definitely on the show just to chat about his <laughs> uh, congressional hearing about UFO information being right. released. Which we are certainly fascinated by. Oh, yeah. Janopi. Han, 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 fascinated. That means very, 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 very fascinated uh, in um, uh, Mandarin. Mandarin. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why we know that is because we've heard 
John Cena speak Mandarin. Yes. yes. And he says, Han, 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 Han. Han, 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 Han sorry. Yes. <laughs> he was apologizing to China for the Taiwan <laughs> mix-up. Yes. Anyways, that has nothing to do with what we're talking no, about here. No, no, no. Vin Diesel <laughs> got Britney Griner home Correct. for the holidays. Yep. Just like he said he would on his Instagram. And uh, the merchant of death is back on the loose. That's so right. let's keep an eye on um, gun usage just around the world, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And wow. also, let's see what Brittany Griner does if she comes back on that basketball court. Yeah. Remember, That's she right. was going over there to play, right? Yeah. yeah she plays yeah. The original trip was to play. Yeah, yeah they been, all, I think she's been playing Most WNBA players go play somewhere overseas because yeah. they get paid a lot more. Yeah, I remember watching a Diana Taurasi mm. documentary. Bingo. And I think she was playing in China. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it was China. She was getting paid 8X, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. They get Wouldn't let her. Paid. She came back, saw her team, hung out with her team, couldn't practice with her team because, nah, can't. Sorry. They're, they're paying me 8X more. over yeah. there. I am so sorry to do that. It was an interesting doc. Yeah. Kind of yeah. eye-opening for well, me, actually. And Grind, I think this was her fourth or fifth season. Like, she's been there a oh, lot. Oh, like 7-8. 7-8, seven, eight. Seven, eight. Like yeah, every, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. all these, because UConn is so close with the uh, women's oh, basketball team. Oh, yeah, here we team. go. So a lot of them, like you said, WNBA, yeah. As soon as you're done, right back on the plane to one of these, you know, countries. So it's uh, it's crazy. But that was obviously a scary situation, you know. Like, For Griner? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would imagine uh, I would imagine yeah. there's a couple moments where everybody's speaking a different language. And if she's been there for seven, eight years, I guess she probably can pick up a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of it, though. But when you're sitting in a room and you're handcuffed, and obviously you just got Russian authorities all around you, and they're speaking their language around you, and Ooh. then you say something, and there's probably a loud, huh? it's like, and there's a war happening currently. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a bad, it was a, it was really probably worst possible situation yeah. of all time yeah. for a Scary. female basketball player at the time. Scary shit. Hap, she's home. Well, Not everybody on the internet's pumped about it. No. Well, they should be pumped that she's home. I, I don't think they're pumped about maybe the trade. Situation or yeah, they should be. I think we could separate the two. Yeah, I can you always would separate the artist and art. Marine still um, in jail over there. Yep, he uh-huh. has citizenship of because he was born in Canada, the United States, and England. I think England and Ireland. Ireland and Ireland, Ireland has citizenship for all four of those places. He's been over there for four years. Russia has accused him of being a spy. Hmm. Um, and that's why he probably will not be allowed to. I watched a documentary on spies too. That was pretty crazy. Those are awesome. Hey, Which one? really? Those are, uh, Ethan Hunt. Favorite kind of movies. His books. Is it Mission Impossible Three? Mine are actual documentaries. So he talks. He he calls movies documentaries. Mm-hmm. Like he did it earlier today with The Longest Yard. Matrix. I, I actually. I'm actually. Jason Bourne. There's another one. There's another one. I don't know if that's a documentary or not. Possibly. People Inception. have a full theory. I saw the documentary on that though. On the. Um, the simulation theory? Mm-hmm. Sim- yeah, yeah. That was on Netflix. The spy one, I forget what it was. Might not have been a documentary. It might have been a series that was based on a real person. British guy. Got caught up. Hmm. Ended up getting in jail. But <laughs> the spy shit's real. I went to the spy museum in D.C. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was cool. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, that's happening right now. I, right like, just, just the most, like, basic stuff. You're like, oh, what are you a spy wearing, like, glasses with a video camera? It's like. Yeah. 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 Shooting poisonous darts from like a little lapel on my on my blazer. Yeah, you see this belt buckle right here? Yeah, actually a fucking revolver. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was that's basically what the spy museum told me. I'm like, God damn, those movies, this is real life or like Kingsman's real. Still happening right now. That shit is still happening right now. I don't know. I don't know if the Kingsman's a documentary. They're only getting better too. 
Yeah, it feels oh, like that's more than ever now. It's like tech now, yeah, it has yeah. to be. Like so. cybersecurity, like all that, it feels like more so it's a much more like shadow warfare than, you know, what we're seeing with Ukraine and Russia, which is, you, you saying know, we're in a Cold War? war. Spycraft is a very sophisticated world. Right. It wasn't back in the day. There were some things they had at that spy museum where I'm like, how the fuck did they just walk in? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that, that briefcase. briefcase. Yeah. It's clearly a camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly yeah. a camera nonetheless. Shout out to technology. Shout out to Brink Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome home. Uh, speaking of uh, news subjects, uh, we won't talk about the potential defense player of the year. Yeah. Oh. That, that news kind of got bumped. He's a political pundit. <laughs> yeah. Right? He has done some things since yesterday. So he's political pundit. <laughs> yes. Micah Parsons threw himself directly into the center. Uh-huh. He did. He said, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Going up to the fucking high dive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Are, you better be sure you believe This is how I feel. You don't have to send it. Nah. Shut up. It has to be said. Yeah. If I don't say it, who's going to say it? A lot of <laughs> plenty, people. Plenty, plenty of people, people will trust me. A lot of people say, Yeah, but I would like to say it. I need to say I it. I need to say it. If I don't say it, who am I? Like, please don't. He's like, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> Cannonball. Right into the middle <laughs> yeah. of that oh, thing, yeah. off the high dive. You think they were in a team meeting and, like, he had it typed out and a bunch of people were standing around him and then Jerry walked into the team meeting and goes, what's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Cowboys, what an interesting yeah. conversation all the time. Hey, Micah, if you felt like it had to be said, pal, get it off your chest. Mm-hmm. Also... A lot of people are going to say what you're saying. Don't necessarily feel obligated to. Going forward, don't feel obligated to. But I'm sure he feels better about everything that he's done. His mentions out for the rest of his life are going to be one particular fashion. He's going to be doing a lot of muting, I assume. Yeah. Uh, But let's not take away any of the fact that he felt obligated to say it, and that motherfucker is one of the best football players of all time. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget that. No, no, that no, whatever no, you're saying, not. whatever you're saying about Micah mm-hmm. on the internet right now, do not get it twisted. Yeah, that fucking guy is unbelievable right. in football. Yeah, field. and he's trending now, and I don't know if people are still calling him Micah Parsons. Oh uh, yeah, I heard. <laughs> oh, what's the other one? <laughs> Unfortunately, now he is uh, known by a lot of people as Maga Parsons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So yeah, hey, but that's that's what you got to deal with when when you jump when you jump off the high dive like they that. Jumped, they, they, that's gonna happen. They, they jump back in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. One time. Yep. He, the first tweet was like, "What yeah. about the whole situation?" Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> then he's like, "What are these people saying? These people telling me that this is a." Oh fuck these people! No. What are you talking? Still ain't. Yeah. <laughs> Still ain't. Mm-hmm. Mikey, you don't have. Don't have to do. You don't have to do that. This doesn't have to be what your mentions are. You're allowed to feel this way. You're very much allowed no. to feel this way. Every human's allowed to feel however the fuck they want to feel. Damn right. But you send this. This is your life now. That's right. And that politics politics game. No game. Sleeps for no man. Dude. Uh-uh. <laughs> Never ends. I I have honestly, and I guess this is gonna, when I, when it's all said and done, it's gonna go down as uh, one of my favorite traits about me, is that. I have managed to stay out of it until I'm 35 years old. Now, I know that I'm one of the only people that has never read a book in my entire life. I know I'm one of the only people to do a lot of the things that I've been very fortunate to pull off somehow with a great group of people around me. I know that. But I, have ma- I might be one of one with my ability to have stayed out of 
politics, especially with somebody that's talking into a microphone fucking four hours every single day in the world that we're currently in. It is not a fun life, though. Like, I don't know how anybody wants to get into that. Every human I've ever seen go into that world or start, like, venturing into that world just by themselves, they get miserable. Like, it's just an immediate misery thing. Is that how it's supposed to be? No, but it's a real, it's a real life. That oh, yeah. is really yeah. how it is. And every one of them, from every different party, and I know that we only talked about two of them, I've seen some old friends start their parties sure. and join in other parties that don't exist. Every one of them feels as if they're saving the world. So once you think you're saving the world and you've committed to that, I don't think you're ever going to get off of that. No. So, like, everybody else needs to know that, hey, who you're talking to, like, they feel just as strongly about how they feel as you do. So you're basically just, like... There's nothing to gain ever, it seems like, in that world. And people just wake up every day, fucking give me more. Oh, yeah. Give me more. Give me more of it. I'm like, yo, just we only get to live one time. It's not going to be long. Why are we fucking doing it? I appreciate you want to save the world and make the world a better place for your kids and for the future generations and everything like that. But I don't know if you're ever going to be able to do it. Hate to break it. Yeah. Hate, I don't want to be the one that's doing that. So I've always been able to stay away from it. But goddamn, Mike is young in the league and he's mm-hmm. jumping right in there. He, if, if this is the life that he wants to live, He'll be fucking, they will put him. Oh, yeah. He can go to the top of the politics community quick if he wants. Governor of Texas. Micah could yeah. go real quick yeah. if he He's wanted to, honestly. With how elite he is yeah. as a football player, I would assume there's a lot of aspects and traits that he has within him, work ethic and attention to detail and other things like that, that if he was to dive into that world of misery that is politics, he could probably do really well. Is that what, he, is that what we're thinking he wants to do? Do you think he wants to dive in that? Do you think that's all this is? I doubt it. I mean, there's just... Or do you think that's just him just talking shit and just being like, ah... Yeah, so probably. Yeah, still, fly, still yeah. a young dude too. Probably sends it and just assumes like, uh, you know, this is just gonna be uh, just like a little blip that no one's gonna. <laughs> but anymore, that is not the case. There's just there's so much shit to be stressed out about in your day to day life that doesn't have to do with this. That it's like, I mean, it ages you like a son of a bitch. Like you go into this, you get people who are you know 35 looking like they're 55. It's like. Well, that's what this does. That's what this game does to you. Now I've stayed out of it, and I have the same type of effect on my body. But the the whole, actually thirty five, good number there. The um, it's a fucking miserable existence, <laughs> and I hate how everybody tells everybody it's your civic duty to get invested. It's your civic duty to get invested. Oh, so now you're telling me that I'm a terrible person if I don't sign up for the misery and get <laughs> invested in the misery. It's like, yo, chill the fuck out, bro. Not everybody, okay? Me included. The guy who's not jogged in a tank top. <laughs> like, I should not be put in a position to be making decisions for the fucking world to operate on. Not everybody should have a Twitter account that they feel obligated to try to change the world. Like, I feel like that became the in thing to do. Like, hey, tear apart our country because you want to save the world. Both sides, by the way. Both sides. Tear apart what we have and what we are so that it can appear as if you care about the world more than everybody else. And that's both, right? Literally both. It's like, I'm sick of it. I don't know how anybody gets in there. And Mike is in there. For at least, when's the next election? Mike is in there for at least two more years. Another two years all of a sudden. It's like I would just beg of people to fucking, like, know whenever you get into that world. There's no common ground. It'll blow. I think it'll blow over. I think so too, but forever he will. It'll be mentioned alongside of him. They'll probably make a whole thing out of this, I assume, (laughs) with the way the modern world is, especially if he wins Defense Player of the Year or MVP, Uh which MVP would be quite an interesting. Yeah, because the other guy, you know. 
People career. also call him something too, Nick Bosa. It's not as if he's got a squeaky clean record either. <laughs> oh, I you were but in about, that particular world. in that particular world, but also like you mentioned, how you you never got into it, which was I mean, who knows how because of the stuff that was going on when COVID well, started. And I'm getting taxed seventy percent of my money, and it's like that could have been the reason whenever I got in there. Yeah, I saw my first paycheck. Like, who the fuck's doing this? And they're like, you, you, you should look into who's doing that. I'm, like, I'm not going to, but it just fucking feels like they're stealing from me. But my potholes are terrible. Yeah. And fucking everything's bad. Mm-hmm. Everything's gone to shit, but they're taking more. Yeah. They're like, you should look into who's actually doing that. I'm like, you know what? I'd rather not. Yeah, I'm not going to, actually. Lucas just keep nice, taking yeah. it. Are they taking it from you? Yeah. All right, so they're taking okay. it from everybody. Okay. And then I found out they're not taking it from anybody. Some people. I'm like, oh. I thought they were taking it from everybody. I was told they're taking it from everybody. Am I going to start looking into this? And I don't. I've stayed away from it. But I, I do appreciate you acknowledging that because well, that is a time when I could have just been like, "Fuck you forever for stealing from me," mm-hmm. and I opted out of that. Yeah. Pretty pumped up about that. Yeah. I think more people should think about doing that. But when there was COVID and there was no sports, it seemed like every single person who talked about sports thought, "Oh, okay, well, uh, there's oh, nothing yeah. else to talk about except for politics because that never dies." So we might as well dive in there. And it's easy numbers. When you're on the internet, if you just uh-huh. want to run up numbers like real quick, mm-hmm. just go ahead and enter that life of misery. It's almost comparable to people that just like try a drug that'll never let you go. Because you get in the politics world, you try it out, you get in there, and the numbers go. And all anybody wants on the internet is numbers. Mm-hmm. So whenever they see the numbers go, it's like, oh, give me more of that. But in turn, what are they doing? Well, your life's gonna be miserable, you're probably gonna change your personality. People that you're friends with, that you disagree with, you have to hate them. So those people are leaving your life. It really is like a drug almost for some people, the way politics is. And I'm pretty pumped that we've been able to stay away from it in a time where everybody became a fucking expert. Because it was like, are you, dude? I don't know. You need to meet more people, I think. How does politics even seep into something like COVID? Like that got politicized quick. Well, when you want to talk about this or force us to wear a fucking mask? No, nah, we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got that guy. And that's why I think it's always very important, though, on this particular program, Correct. that every overreaction from every side does get said so we can go, <laughs> okay. And then, okay. Yeah. Because those are all real things. That's it's, what an people say. it's an interesting world we're in. We're happy we're oh, past yeah. it, but Micah jumped right into it for a minute. Good luck <laughs> out there, Micah. Luck, Micah. need a big Sunday from you. Big Sunday, so people forget about this. I need to bet on Micah to have eight sacks on Sunday. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to do that. Yeah. All of a sudden, Micah has a brand new fan base. <laughs> he does. Uh-huh. And he does. I, I don't know if he knows that, mm-hmm. yeah. but I hope, just like we were just alluding to, I hope he doesn't see, unless he wants to. Hey, do whatever the fuck yeah, you want to do. Do, what do. do whatever you want to do. Politics does seem to be a drug, though, that people get attached to, and they see it, and they're like, boom, I say something absurd about one group of people. There's people that agree, and the people that hate it will watch it as well. Mm-hmm. So your numbers go through the roof. Do those numbers mean anything, though? Uh, riddle me this. Do those numbers mean anything? Do those numbers make anybody want to trust you for anything that you say or want to utilize any of the stuff that you say that you use? And do? I don't think so. I think those numbers are not good numbers. I don't think it's just running up numbers on the Internet is the game. I think running up meaningful numbers is the game, and I think that's, a, that's all I'll say about that personally. Let's move on. Uh, Mike Tomlin did a press conference not only after he said, man, I'm fucking working while he's trying to walk out to the field. I was told. Mm, okay. Looking at his, uh, okay. just after halftime, walking out to the field, he talked about uh, December football. And this is meaningful football right now for the Steelers, right? Yes. Hey, you, 
the other day he said, no, nah, there isn't any realistic opportunity, but at the beginning of the season we could have never expected that the Steelers would be in some meaningful football games right now where they could somehow backdoor uh-huh. into the playoffs. Yeah. If they get in the playoffs, who knows? That's right. Well, you're not going to have right. enough weapons, though. I think in the AFC it's going to be difficult, but there's a chance that the Steelers are still in it and still cooking, and this is what Mike Tomlin said when asked about December football. Man, as the road gets narrow, um, it makes you or it breaks you. Um, you feel that pressure or you apply that pressure. Um, it's my preference to apply it. And, um, and it's my job to make sure our team shares that sentiment. So I may or may not have gotten word from Coach Tomlin <laughs> uh, about, you know, the request we sent in for him to join the show on Monday, just uh-huh. one day after. Sure. <laughs> and I did get it reiterated to me by said person that you're from Plum, man. You fucking get it. It's Ravens week. I don't have fucking time. <laughs> that, that message was relayed, okay, potentially from Mike Tomlin to my ears. Mm-hmm. Not, not from somebody to somebody to somebody to somebody. Obviously, it was a game of telephone. I'm sure, sure those weren't the exact words. But whenever he does a press conference like that, and he says like what seemingly is like uh, cliche, he, he's just a guy that speaks in, like, like yeah. he's supposed to be a coach. This dude was supposed yeah, to be right, a coach yeah. from the day he was born. He's crushing it, never had a losing season, can still make that happen this year. You never played for Tomlin, nope. but I don't think I've ever heard a single player that's ever played in the NFL not say they want to play for – like, everybody wants to play for Tomlin. I yeah, think. you can tell by how he talks. Like you said, when you're a head coach, you know, you're, all, when you're up in the pressures, you're talking to your team, you're talking to the opponents, you're talking to your boss, fan base. And um, even seeing a clip with, uh, I think, him and uh, – Cam Hayward, walking, uh, walk, yeah, awesome. walking off the field and talking about how his brother scored and how they had visited his pop's grave uh, before that. Like, that was, that's dope. You know, that's bigger than obviously ball, and you can tell you can connect with the guys. George Pickens, who is back in Atlanta, obviously he went to the yep. University of Georgia, which is not in Atlanta, but it's in Georgia, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, was only targeted two times. He was asked about George Pickens being visibly okay. pissed about not getting the rock in his return to Atlanta, being one of the greatest weapons in the NFL right now. Here's what Thomas said. I'd rather say woe than sick him. I want a guy that wants to be a significant part of what it is that we do. Now, the appropriate and professional and mature way to express that, we're growing and working on, and we will continue. Um, But that spirit, that competitive spirit, the guy that wants the ball, no, I want that guy. You know, I would imagine TJ wants to lay the quarterback down more. Um, We got competitors. This is professional football. Um, These guys know that they have to deliver. And so for a guy that, that wants to do that, I'm not going to make that a negative, no matter how silly I think the commentary is or people talking about <laughs> him expressing frustrations and stuff and trying to make it a negative storyline. I laugh at that. Again, that's one of the reasons why we're continually progressing, because we're capable of tuning that BS out. Perfect. He does not worry about the court of public opinion. He did drop in some accountability there, though. Mm-hmm. You know, he basically said, let's Perfect. not make a habit out of this. Yeah. He, he said, I do not love the way it was expressed, and we are working on that and progressing through that. But he also kind of went to bat for his player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was an incredible answer. To your Perfect. point, when you're giving that press conference, you're not talking to just the media. Mm-hmm. You're talking to the team. You're talking to your coaches. You're talking to everybody in the building. I love the way Tomlin handles that, and I like the fact that he drops a little fucking high IQ words every once in a while oh. to make sure people know I'm prepared for the moment here perfect perfect answer right then he and to his, he probably had a, a completely different conversation with pickens you know that's <laughs> obviously a rookie and he you know so he probably had that conversation can't fucking be doing and he could have easily yeah. threw him under the bus right there as ray you're a fucking rookie do your job block better get open 
Uh, you know, the quarterback's got a job, whatever, whatever. I feel like everything he said right there was perfect, though. We're big fans of Tomlin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's never lost. Everything he said. He's never lost a press conference. How, how old was he when he got hired? 33. Yeah. Was it 33? 30, oh. 34, I think. But Cower was, right what, 35 wow. or 33? I forget what it was. Because remember. The Rooney's hit, man. They know that. 34 with Tomlin. 34 Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah, the Rooney's do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted. <laughs> Yeah, they three coaches in like fucking forty years or something. Yeah, yeah. GMs. They're young, like young coaches too. It's not like that. Tomlin came out of nowhere. Yeah, Tomlin. Whenever he was hired out of Minnesota, I think. Yeah, right? he, he was, was like in DC for like one just year, a year. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hired out of nowhere when he got the job. Everybody was like, "Who the f- who?" I remember Yinzers. Oh, of course, fucking thirty-some year old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think it's because well, Kyra was thirty-eight. Uh, I think BA. A lot of guys wanted a lot of uh, Yinzers wanted BA. Yeah, offense coordinator. Well, Wizen Hunt and Russ Grimm, too. Yeah, yeah. What about LeBeau? LeBeau survived all of them. LeBeau right? is just, man, that guy, he was just the, the DC of all DCs. He was just always going to be the DC. Yeah. Dickie that, wrote the book. Yeah. yeah, and then he went to the Titans. Mm-hmm. He had like 60 something picks, too. They, oh, yeah. They, DeBeau's yeah. nasty. Regular uh, shoots his uh, age in golf. How old is he? He's in the 70s now. That's wow. Player. That guy's committed a lot of time to the golf course and now, to football. That's right. Shout out to Dick LeBeau doing his thing. What's up, Connor? Put a lot of money on George Pickens to score a touchdown this weekend. Smart. You That's can, the thing. If you know anything from that. Hold on. Who's the other one? Kevin O'Connell, uh, Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, yeah. Hawkinson. Yep. yep. Hawkinson. That's a guarantee. That's a good one. Lebeau's 85, though. Against mm-hmm. Lions. So he's mm-hmm. And then GP. Yeah. Who Dick LeBeau's 85? Yeah. So he, his golf game sucks. Yeah. No, he was doing this when he was. Shooting 85? Yeah, yeah, of course. A couple more bogeys Hey, now. you tell you what, looking 60, playing 85? Is that what they said to Dick LeBeau? <laughs> Never. GP, Todd, uh, because. How many years did he spend in the NFL, like, playing and coaching? It had to be 60. He was a all-pro in 1964. What time? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Coached this until guy 200? Yeah. Came in in 1959. Uh, coached oh. till 2017. We what just, do you mean this guy? Wow. He just found out he said Him and Tom Moore are like. I was, that's what I was thinking. Let's compete. Okay, who has the longest tenured commitment to the league out of any human in the history of the fucking league? Honestly. Well, I guess, you know, I assume Ursay, because he's literally been in it since he was yeah, like entire 12, life. 10 years old yeah. or whatever. The owner, some of Yeah, the but he's only, I thought he was, 60, I right? thought he was 85. Who? Ursay. Tony. Guy, I'm not the only one. The guy's got some miles on him. That's nothing. Guys live. Him. Sorry about it. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Belichick's probably getting All right, up there, too. let's get to a break. Yeah, Belichick. Bill, yeah. Because he was uh, assistant where? Giants? He was assistant with the Giants. Uh, Browns? I'm trying to think of where he was before the NFL, though. Navy. Yeah, was he coaching there with his dad? I think. Yeah, that's where, because uh, Saban was there. That's how he met Saban. That's Saban. F- Saban had enough of that NFL shit quick. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Not oh. as good as Petrino. Petrino yeah. was awesome. Saban oh, yeah. almost got his head taken off. Yo, Dick LeBeau went to Ohio State. Is he in Ohio? Fuck. Won a national championship. Played both sides of the ball. Scored two oh. touchdowns against Michigan. What a oh. player. Dick LeBeau. Did they got a fucking thing up they for him should. like they do? Got Wexy over there? They, they should. should. I doubt it. Is he, is he from Ohio? Ooh. Yeah. Of course. There of course. it is. Ooh, Dick's Fieldhouse. <laughs> 
a man who's joining us right now from an attic in Ohio. This guy who I don't know if he would get fat. I would assume fat because of how big his head is. Mm-hmm. I would assume he could gain weight if he didn't work out every single day, 4 a.m., mm-hmm. as if he is still training to not only be in the NFL, but maybe win a fucking Ironman. Yep. Former college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor, multi-time. Ladies and gentlemen, Ohio, fuck A.J. Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. AJ, how you doing, pal? I, I could definitely get fat, I think. Yeah, yeah. no question. Does it come here? I don't think so. It's uh, I don't know. Line. I've never really experimented, but I've thought about like gaining 40 pounds or something <laughs> and seeing how it goes. Okay, so there's never been a period where you got lazy for a couple months and you started putting on some weight. You've always just maintained this fucking fifth overall pick body? No, I mean, I've, I've gone up and down over the years, but no, nothing like drastic. Man, good for you. I, I'll put on 45 one offseason, and I come back fucking having to figure it all out during training camp. And my, my neck, it just so happens to be the same. It's just one big square up here. Walk. And then I put on the jersey, and obviously I'm built like a barrel, so the sides are kicking out over the mm-hmm. pants. It's a tough look. I had to get better as I got older because the cameras got better. 4K became a fucking problem <laughs> for me. We wore those all-white spandex, too, basically Spanx as our uniform. Everybody's like, look at those classic uniforms. I'm like... They're just white painted on mm-hmm. nylon, basically. Yeah. Thanksgiving was tough for me. I had to keep it down there. But yeah, D-Butt always been fucking just absolutely strapped. Mm-hmm. And have, since a little kid, you're always going to be, are you always going to be in shape too? Are you always going to yeah, fucking hit so. it? Always? Yeah. What do you take right now? Because remember, Joe Rogan just said, Rock needs to tell the truth. <laughs> right, yeah. And then oh, Liver yeah. King, <laughs> Liver King <laughs> had to tell the truth. Obviously, he's come yeah, out, I'm a big mistake, I've been lying. We know. Okay. <laughs> Anybody that didn't, that's on them, kind of. All right? And we Mark, are, are you a Rogan? This is a big moment. You don't think Rock's clean? Well, you know, The Rock could be one-on-one. Hey, I've been, I've been watching yeah. Young Rock. His life is one-of-one. One. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know he had seven bucks at one point, right. but, like, his whole life is maybe the most fascinating. You're not answering his question. You're not answering <laughs> Deepak's question. Do I think The Rock? Uh, nope. I think The he's Rock. He's Iron Paradise every day. I think he's got fire. Whatever you should see his new one. Hey, you Whatever you're doing, Dwayne, it works. Hey, agreed. Yeah. I would like him to share it, maybe. If you really want to help out humanity, which it seems like he does, right. just... Send out a couple tweets or Instagram posts of what it is because there are others that might potentially be able to. Now, I think he what works his ass off. That's he exactly did, yeah. that's exactly mm-hmm. the case. Like yeah. a lot of people think like, oh, if you take that stuff, then you don't have to work. It's like, no, no, no. You take that stuff so you can work more. Like you recover. Fa- you still have to put in the work, yeah. Yeah. but your body's recovering so fast that you don't get sore. So it's like the amount of time you put in there, it's like uh, you hit like a 4X almost. Sure. It's, like, yeah. uh, it's like a 4X or a 2X, 3X, depending upon what you take. So when Liver King gets busted in his email spending however much it was, 14 a, a week or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a week. Whatever it was, whatever he had going, it was working. He also had to work out. So I, I don't want that to get ruled out. The Rock does appear to be the largest human crafted yes. of all time. Mm-hmm. I start my day every day with a Tedamata shot, and I end my night with a Tedamata <laughs> shot. And I don't know if that's what The Rock – maybe that's what The Rock does. I'm guessing The Rock's not doing, doing, doing different, different stuff in between? Or? But before – let's not get too distracted. <laughs> here. Let's not, let's, before we – cheat meals are crazy. Does he have gout too? I don't know how his gout is. Uh, I would have to assume that he's eating pretty clean. I think so that- gout has the rock. Oh! oh that's the bottom line! And the gout's losing, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. The gout's losing. Um, D-Butt, let's get back to you. Try to get distracted there. 
AJ tried to get me in a situation with a guy who I have a lot of respect for. <laughs> Haven't met yet. Hope to one day probably get along. Mm-hmm. You brought him up. You brought clean. him up. Not me, pal. He's clean. Well, and just to clarify, not everything he does works, obviously, because his movie stinks. So he should probably. Oh, you show your mouth. Come on. Here we go. Profited fifty-two yeah. million. Fact. Yeah. Did you see that? Of you didn't his read own, that. Of his own money. Who so cares? Still made money. Yeah. Way to go. Ten, 10 years, was it? Oh, no, 18 years for that. Okay. It was a passion project. He had other stuff in between, like, for instance, a diet to get him yeah. to where he is Absolutely. today. A now, league. he he does, from what I've been told by people who have been around him, because obviously I know people who have been around him for the businesses that I've been very mm. fortunate enough to work in, he will have food at, like, hey, you need food, right? Your body is eating food right for the next two minutes. Mm-hmm. Your body is eating this food right yeah. here. And he's not the only one that I've seen with that. There's a lot of people that have somebody It's like, boom, this, you need to Steve eat this. Weatherford does, Steve Weatherford, I was around him a little bit. He carries all of his stuff with him. So some people carry it. Some people have people obviously bring it to them, yep. whatever the case is. The second one, probably a lot more <laughs> I'm fun. I'm guys, guys that are freakishly jacked and shredded. Like, yeah, it's a full-time gig. You need to eat within, like, this minute period. So Darius... With that being said, we've seen you with the pancakes. Right. We've seen you with the French toast. Mm-hmm. We've seen you forever. If not now, then when? Exactly. On the heels of Liver King. Mm-hmm. Can you just tell us what your routine is and what you're on, and then we'll be able to do the same, and we'll all look the exact same in the sweet fucking outfits that you've been able to wear. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I don't have a routine right now. Come on! Why are you the lie? You also saw me. You see the pancakes and shit, but you also saw the smoothie. Yeah. Right, the green. Oh, right. the chocolate well, peanut butter. I was going to yeah. say, I thought it was a milkshake. See, I was like, it was I mean, green smoothie. You saw this morning the shot, the, the tumor. Everybody's genetics are different. You know, it's different. So. Oh, okay. Why well, lie? Anyways, <laughs> yeah, everybody's genetics are different unless you're just they fucking. If you're like this all the time, could you imagine every day being like this? You'd be like, I wish I got fat or Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Every once in a while, he'll he'll get in a mood, too. You guys will see it on his Instagram. He'll fucking drop a thirst trap out there. He'll be like, uh, it's like one every three or four months. Tell your guy to go home. Yeah, it's just like a big, like... (laughs) It's it's almost like a excuse me popping yeah. out of the pool. Yeah, well, excuse me. Let's remember. Yep. That's what he says. Let's mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. real quick, and then back to your regular scheduled program here. Mm-hmm. You're the man, D. Bud. Let it go, D. Bud. I honestly thought this is, is as somebody who's known you for a while and a friend of yours. I was like, with the schedule you just signed up for, I'm like, D. Bud's going to get fat. Yeah, D. Bud's going to get fat. How can he I was, not? I was excited to see how you're no, going to handle it. Not. And then turns out that did not happen nope. at all. He's gotten more yoked. Yeah. Thanks to the Hawk House. Appreciate it. Hey, the Hawk House is getting a lot of action, AJ. You need to know that. Yesterday, Connor was in there. Bill was in there. Nick was in there. Uh, Darius is in there, obviously. I'm in there basically every single day. Bruce was on the Stairmaster. Hey, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, you're making us better, buddy. Clanging and banging. Speaking of getting better, we need this person to get better as soon as possible because the NFL is going to miss him both on the field and as an active participant off the field. Hopefully, we'll be able to remain in contact with him as the next couple months of his life are certainly not going to be fun. Now, staring down an ACL recovery and a rehab, which he said, do not tell me, woe is me or be sad for me. No, I'm excited to prove how hard I work to my teammates, how committed to this I am to the Bills fans and everything like that. I'll I'll let him say all that. What he's about to do is going to fucking suck. He's had to do it before. He has the right mentality. He seems to be the professional football player that you would want on your team if you had to make a pick out of any position. Ladies and gentlemen, two-time Super Bowl champion, current Buffalo Bill, host of the Vaughncast, Vaughn Miller. Yeah! Yeah! What's up, dude? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. 
Hey, no problem. Thank you for joining us. Is that Dennis Rodman peeking in there in the bottom? Yeah, that's a little uh, Dennis Rodman shirt. Okay, what's up, man? Hell yeah. On the back it says, on the back it says, um, not of this world. So I thought it was was fitting today while I go through rehab and do everything that I'm doing. I like that a lot because what you're about to have to do, and I said it there in the open, and I think this is why whenever people get injured, they always say, like, I'm so sorry, but, like, rehab fucking sucks. It sounds like you have the best mindset of all time. Was there ever a moment where you were incredibly bummed by this because you were having such a good year and the Bills have such a good fucking run, or is it immediate because the way you think, it's like, I got to get back as soon as possible to help this team in the future. Was there ever that? Because you seem like the most positive person of all time, Vaughn. You know, I mean... Whenever you whenever you're hit with an injury like this, there is you know there is going to be some, um, I guess some disappointment. You know nobody wants to be hurt, um, but I'm a, I'm a huge believer in mindset, and um, your mindset is uh, what's going to carry you through you know tough times like this. And you know I've said several times on this show right here, mindset is everything. And you know my mindset and where I am mentally, I'm, I'm in a I'm in a really good space, and um, that's seventy five percent of it. So. You know, I've been through this before. I've been down this road before. Um, I was talking to guys on our team, whether that's Tredavious or Tommy Doyle or any of the guys that's going through ACL recovery. I was telling them, you got to do this, got to do that. You got to be mentally here and there. And now I get a chance to prove to those guys, you know, um, how tough I am, how willing, how, how much I'm willing to work. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited for that challenge. I'm excited to, um, you know, show my teammates, you know, how, how I'm going to get through this and be ready for training camp, man. So. I'm excited. Yeah, you know, whenever you get hit with you know something like this, it sucks at first. But I wasn't gonna let myself go down that depressing, uh, that depressing role and um, just get in like a little ball of self pity. You know, I'm not doing that. I, my life is good, man. I'm in a great spot. And um, yeah, you gotta take it one day at a time, man. And we'll be all right. Hell yeah, Von G's. Go ahead, AJ. Vaughn, what uh, what exactly was the plan going into your surgery? At least I know, like reported, they're saying it was exploratory, and then they found ACL was torn. Did you know, like? Did you all of a sudden wake up and they said, hey, we had to fix your ACL? Sorry. Like, how does that work? Um, you know, um, before um, I went, you know, down to Dallas to see Dr. Cooper, um, you know, we had the MRIs and we looked at it. And, and the, on the MRI, the ACL wasn't torn. So that was great news. Um, but when we um, got ready to do the scope um, surgery, you know, he told me that he was going to take a look at it. And if it was compromised, then we would address it. And I thought that was uh, – you know, the best case. So this was like my last year. And if this is like my last year that I planned on playing the NFL. And, you know, you don't you don't opt for this route. But, you know, I wanted to um, – I really wanted to make a decision that gave me the best chance to get back on the field this year and then still looked out for my long-term health as well. So, you know, I, when he got in there, you know, if it was going to be good, if it was if he felt like it was a, um, a spot – if he felt like my, my knee was at a spot where I could just do the scope and come back and play this season, then that's what we would – do if he felt like you know it was going to be um if it was going to hinder me or have any type of long-term lasting effects uh, by just you know scoping and letting me play then you know he opt for uh you know the acl revision so you know he got in there and it um and it didn't look good so we we opt for the uh, acl revision and you know i came out of surgery hoping for one knee you know to be sore then you come out and you got surgery and the other knee to, to get it done so um, like I said before, you know, I've been down this road before. I had ACL surgery in 2013, and that, that was 10 years ago. Technology has changed. You know, research has changed. Um, I'm already, like, you know, walking on it and, and bending it, man. And 
And I'm just excited to show people how, how really dope I am and how I recover and bounce back from stuff. Hey, we know how really oh, yeah. dope you are, bro. Every conversation we have with you, I feel like I get, you know, the more information out of you than any human that we talk to. And it's, uh, it's incredible, your mindset there. So let me, I must have missed something. And that it does happen, you know, because uh, vitamin intakes and all that stuff. Mm. So this was, <laughs> both knees had surgery then. So the meniscus was fixed on one side. And then the ACL, they were just going to look to see if they can get a closer look. And then whenever they saw it, they decided uh, we're going to have to do it. So that surgery was one surgery, definitely, possibly two. So when you came out of it, you immediately know that, your ACLs, like when once there's pain pills and you start waking back up and you have pain in both knees, that's when you find out that you fucking had a torn ACL. <laughs> well, I had went in. I had went in um, knowing that you know my ACL was compromised, um, but you know to fix that they got to go to the patella tendon on the other side. You know, so I had already had an ACL surgery in 2013. Oh. And they used the same. They used the same patella tendon from you know my same knee. And, um, you know, this time they had to go to the other side, get that graph, and put it on the right side. So the crazy thing about it is they really split the surgery up in two. So whenever you have ACL surgery, like on one knee, they, they use that same patella and they put it in that same knee. So now they kind of, it's kind of 50-50 on both knees. So I should be able to recover a lot faster. Um, should be ready to go in, you know, about, you know, six to seven months. My golf swing could be back in three to four months. So I'm super excited about that. You know, I'll be uh, I'll be working on my short game and my putting until then. And, you know, it's just uh, you know, it's, it's nothing but work. You know, you're never out of the fight, man. And you know, I plan on playing you know four or five, six more years, and this was the route that I had to take to get there. Hell yeah, I heard you were washed last year, dude. I can't uh -huh, believe yeah, win a Super Bowl and then play another five, <laughs> six, seven years. I mean, that would be insane. Uh, good luck in recovery, man. That's yeah, not fun. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. We appreciate the hell out of you for stopping on here. You said you got your surgery in Dallas. Is that the Cowboys doctor or is that just another surgeon in Dallas? Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's, that's uh, Dr. Cooper, the world-famous Dr. Cooper, man. And he has like this – he has like this – this uh, this pawpaw feeling. Is that, the, is that the cowboy hat guy? Uh, I don't know if he wear. I don't know if he wears a cowboy hat, but he's the Cowboys um, team uh, uh, orthopedic surgeon, and um, oh, you know he just has this 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 grandfather feel about him. You know, came in, he touched me on my knee, man. He said I'm gonna be all right. He said I'm gonna be good, and you just feel it internally, like you know I'm in good hands. I'm gonna be good. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this journey. Um, you know, I'm excited to prove to my teammates I'm on a new team now. You know, so I'm, I'm excited to show those guys, like, man, like, I work. I know I'm not just paying you guys lip service with the with the positive thinking and the positive talk. Like, I really, you know, live this, and, I, and I'm excited to, you know, be an example on, you know, how to get through tough times. Okay, well, I can't wait to watch. We can't wait to watch. And I assume the Bills, although they are bummed that they're losing one of the greatest Mount Rushmore pass rusher of all time in the history of NFL. Can't wait to see you back for another five years. Hell Let's, go. Yeah. Let's go, dude. Yes. Hell sure. yeah. Is this the guy? Is this the uh, the guy that did your surgery? Um, we'll pull a picture up of him right now. Uh, is that, that is. That, that is. Uh, yep, that's. That is uh, Dr. Cooper right there. Yes, sir. Dude, oh, yeah. he looks so cool on the field. <laughs> yeah. He comes out on the field, he has that fucking hat on. He's got cowboy boots mm -hmm. on. It's like that guy created medicine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's literally right. what I think when I see him go out there. I'm, hey, for sure, man. Yeah. For sure, man. I mean, and then back to, you know, my teammates and my colleagues, man, at the Buffalo Bills, man, they're, they're built for this. You got Boogie, um, AJ Epineza, Greg Rousseau, you know, Shaq Lawson's been stepping up. You know, Ed Oliver's been turning up on the inside. We got DQ. Jordan Phillips, like 
you know, as much as I want to be out there, man, and help those guys, man, they're they're in good shape, man. We we're in good shape. Um, we're not gonna miss a beat. Um, you saw in that in that Patriots game, you know how you know they attacked that Patriots offensive line. Trent Brown is one of the best offensive linemen in, in the league, in my opinion. And you know they they did a great job versus the offensive line and Mac Jones. So I'm excited to see these guys develop. I'm excited to you know hand the reins over to those guys until I get back, man. And, you know, we're not going to miss a beat, man. Coach McDermott, he's a great coach, man. You know, he uh, does a great job of getting everybody going. Coach Washington, Coach Frazier, you know, offense is clicking, man. Okay. We're, we're going to be right where we need to be come playoff time. Okay, Darius, your question for Vaughn. Yeah, my uh, question is about uh, Coach Frazier, Leslie Frazier, new, the newest uh, black college Hall of Famer. What's it like playing for him? Obviously, he's been around for a long, long time, but it seems like he's evolved. And you mentioned the players that are out there, but he's been without Trey White for some time. Poor even missed a little time. Micah High, and now you'll be out. Uh, what's it about Leslie Frazier uh, that makes him so good? You know, uh, you know, of course, he's a great coach, and he's, he's great with schemes and, you know, putting guys in great situations, just like, you know, all the other great uh, defensive coordinators out there or the great head coaches. Um, coach Frazier, he has this ability to adapt. You know, sometimes, especially older coaches, old school coaches, they just get stuck in their ways, which yep. is cool because once you have success, you know, you you try to stay within those those boundaries. But Coach Frazier, man, he's continually, you know, evolving. He's big on analytics. He's big on, on uh, working with our our, our, um, our team, like our mental coach, Dr. Dez. He's big on having the right mindset going into games. He's big on the analytics, you know, what we're doing on first down, second down, third down. And he's an old school coach, but he's just continually he's continually evolving with, you know, the new game of, of football, man. And, you know, he whether we do really well or whether we don't do too well, you know, Coach Frazier is even kill. And he mm-hmm. just has this this Absolutely. hidden um this hidden quality about him that you can't really put your finger on, man, that he's just able to bring out the best in all his players, no matter what game, big or small, no matter you know, if it's Monday night, Sunday night, whether it's cold or hot, like, you know, Coach Frazier is just an even coach. He's played the game before, so he knows how to relate to his players as well. And, you know, he gets the most out of his uh, his coaches that's up underneath him, whether it's Coach Washington, a D-line coach, or a linebacker's coach, or the safeties. He's just a great leader of men, and I think he just has that hidden that hidden uh, aspect about him that makes him a really good coach. He's going to be a head coach again, it sounds like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go yeah. ahead, AJ, yeah. your question for Vaughn. <laughs> sounds like that's what it sounds like, right? I just heard right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vaughn, what did, what did it feel like when you first went down with your knee? Did you know, like, hey, this is this is something? <clears throat> no, I, I didn't. Um, you know, I because I had, I had uh, tore my ACL before, and – I did that at the Texas Stadium in 2013, and when that, when that happened, like, I knew, like, I'm not playing, I'm not doing anything, like, something is extremely wrong. I didn't feel like that. Um, you know, I walked off the field, I walked over into the tent, and when I was in the tent getting checked out, it was a, um, like, I had this, this, it was a small possibility that I felt like, man, I'm about to go back in the game. Like, it's not really that Ooh, bad. Oh. You know, I stayed in the tent for about five minutes. I went and sat on the bench on the sideline. I was like, man, it's starting to hurt a little bit more. You know, I took the card in. Um, after the game, you know, I showered. I'm, I'm not using any crutches or anything. And, you know, it just really didn't feel like a, a serious injury. Now, I knew I couldn't come back and play that game, but I felt like I would be able to play the next week and the week after that, especially when we started doing treatment and everything. And, you know, I got the MRI. You know, I knew that it wasn't as bad as it could have been. It wasn't the best news, but it, it definitely wasn't the worst news. And, you know, I felt like I was just going to be able to, you know, scope it, wait a couple of weeks, get off of IR and be able to play. But, you know, yeah. once you put eyes on it, you know, it was a different story. Do you Are you a tour at all guy? Yeah. 
I'm a, I'm a vitamin T guy. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> there's people that aren't. Do you know that? Did you know that? There's, I'm a punter, and I was a fucking vitamin T guy as well. H and C as well, but it both certainly vitamin T. But yeah, like I, that team over there, the Packers, they don't offer it. They don't. I mean, I, you know, it's uh, you know, it's each team, each player is all different. Um, I don't, you know, it's, not I, I don't take it all the time. I don't take it all the time, but you know, it's uh, it definitely helps whenever you're, you're trying yes. to you know, get the soreness off and go play. Yeah, to each their own, obviously. But everybody that I've ever known, <laughs> if there's an option. They are in. Even if they're not playing, we got fucking ticket sales managers trying to get some fucking Toradol or whatever. Uh, happy to hear you're going to be okay, though. Sorry about it. It's a fucking bummer. Even though you don't want to hear that, your mindset's nice. Go ahead, Connor, your question. Yeah, Vaughn, T's and P's, and I know you play video games and you're mentioning golf. I suggest you play, you know, PGA, 2K, 23, maybe. Work on your golf game. Get to know some of the courses. But And uh, sweet fits. Exactly. Oh, yeah, you yeah. can dress yourself up. You know, customize your clubs, customize your player. It's an unbelievable game. Just something to think about. But after the fact, you know, when you get home, maybe after the game, was there any thought about the whole turf versus, you know, grass because it was a turf field? And do you think that might have contributed to it? You know, um, first, uh, you know, first part of the question, man, I play 2K PGA 23. I stream that all the time. Hell yeah. Well, he learned that. Follow. We know that. Oh, no, I knew. Yeah, I thought that's you were a Call of Duty guy. When I watch, you haven't been playing 2K golf. It's weird. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, that's that's, man, that's, that's one of my favorite games, man. So I definitely be able to, you know, I definitely be able. Sorry, I'm a freaking you know, patriot with that. <laughs> um, but um, you know, I don't think the turf had anything to do with it. If you if you watch the play over again, like he stepped on my, like he stepped on my foot. It was. It's not anybody's fault. But I, I, I came inside and he stepped on my foot and he kind of fell on the outside of my leg and it just created this buckling, you know, um, effect. So I don't think that it was a turf or grass. I, I, you know, I'm not really one of those guys to second guess, you know, things like that. I, I do everything that I possibly can do going into these games um, to be at peace. You know, I watch film. I do extra conditioning. I, you know, I do everything that I can do to, to, put my, to put myself in position for success. So when I go in the game, like I'm at peace, whether – we win whether we lose, whether I have a great game or whether I get hurt. Like, I'm at peace knowing that I did everything that I possibly could do. And this was just one of those freak injuries. Like, stepped on my foot. He fell. He fell at the same time, and it just created this buckling effect. And, you know, there it is. You know, it happened. You just move forward. No regrets. Not even spelled R-A-G. No. You know what I mean? Hell like, yeah. you got – that's what it means whenever you fully commit and put everything into it so you can go – you know, so you get, at night there's no pillow talk of you doubting yourself or being mm-hmm. disappointed. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, and I'm happy to hear that one of the greatest of all time in the entire game is willing to like promote that. You said like whenever you guys do that pass rush, you or whatever it is, you you talk about the mindset with the young guys. Like, hey, the biggest difference between me and you is my mindset. The mindset, my mindset. More people need to hear that, not just in the sports world, in the entire world. You're an incredible example, Von Miller. Tone Diggs has a question for you. Von, so going forward, uh, you said surgery was down in Dallas and stuff like that. What's your role with the Bills for the rest of the season? You know, my my role is uh is pretty cool. You know, whenever you're going under, whenever you're going under anesthesia, you know, I, you know, you get kind of loopy, and you know, I was calling my guys. You know, I was able to call uh, Bean, so I'm sitting on the I'm sitting <laughs> on the surgery, like on the surgery table, and they're pushing the meds in. And I'm telling the uh, you know I had trainer Nate. I'm like, hey, call Brandon Bean, call Brandon Bean. So I'm you know I'm the drugs are hitting me, and I'm calling Brandon, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you know, when I get back. I want to shadow you. Like, I want to shadow you, and I want yes. to work on, you know, how to be. A, I want to work on, you know, take the time that I have to be, you know, to work on me being a GM. 
And, you know, of course, I was a little bit loopy, but when I came out, I called him back again, and he reminded me of what I said. And he hey, was like, hey, man, like, when you come back to Buffalo, man, you can shadow me, man. You, you, can, you, know, you can be in there with the D-line. And, and, you know, when we go, to, the, when we go to, um, to Indy for the combine, you can come out there with us. And so it was, you know, it's super cool. So any time that I have, I'm going to pour it back into football, man. I'm going to start working on, you know, being one of these uh, great GMs like, you know, Brandon Bean and John Elway and John Lynch and George Payton and Les, and Les Snead and all these guys that I've been around. And at the same time, I'm going to work on, you know, getting back on the football field, too. So still don't have any free time. I'm able to use the, the free time that I would have to just pour back into my football career. Brandon Bean's the right one, too. Hey, he's yeah, the he right is. guy to job shadow. Yeah, He's cool. He seems to be a human at that position, too. Now, obviously, all the great ones are. But I got a chance to chat with them, and I've talked about this Ohio State-Michigan warm-ups. Him just – he had a hat on, a jacket. This is the fucking Bills GM. Him being at that game is a – massive ordeal. Like, that's a big deal that the Bills general manager is just walking around the sidelines, calm, just fucking chilling, not expecting <laughs> anything, writing down like a little note or two and then just walking away. It's like, he seems to be one of the coolest dudes of all time. He comes on this show. I told him to go fuck himself. He said, thank you for telling me to go fuck myself. <laughs> like, he is, he seems to be awesome. I'm excited for you to do that because I think the NFL will be better with you sticking around the NFL Forever. Uh, go ahead and tie your question for Vaughn. Last one here, Bob. Yeah, Vaughn, you mentioned how all your free time is kind of going back into football right now. Uh, have you, now that you know you are out for the rest of the season, unfortunately, do you maybe uh, get to ha- be a little bit more involved with greener pastures, uh, with the farm and what's going on there? And also, if I were looking to maybe get, uh, you know, like a gift for uh, like my dad or my father in law for Christmas. Will you ship that to them, and do you think I'd be able to get that to them by Christmas Day? Smart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I, right when we get out this phone call, you know, I have uh, my assistant, Marnie Carbert, start working on that for you Hell yeah, and your I dad. See. And, you know, I'm always involved, and I'm always involved with Green and Pastures. You know, this is my baby. Um, it's not just something that I partner with somebody else. Like, Hell this yeah. is me. This is me. You know, I, I'm, I was involved from the ground all the way up to where it's at now. So I have a little bit of time to be involved with, um, you know, greener pastures, pouring, you know, some of that free time back in, you know, the football and things that I want to do after I play football. And of course, man, you can't really get away from your, your teammates either. So I still be popping in on, on D line meetings and, you know, still, I, you know, I, I always felt like that I can contribute in other ways than on the football field. So all other things off the football field, I continue to do, man. I continue to, you know, push my guys on and, you know, really just be a coach on the sideline and just, you know, just all the knowledge that I have and, you know, all the situations that I've been in, man, I'm going to still pour that, you know, into these guys, man, to see the Buffalo Bills win, you know, Super Bowl 57 this year. Yeah, I mean, Super Bowl 57 is amazing for the Buffalo Bills. I hope they go on and win it for everything that they've been through, you know, the four falls. That's right. Yeah. And you're amazing. This would be your third different program that you would win a Super Bowl alongside. You'd be the first to ever do that. Uh, unbelievable. That farm that you were operating from, you said from the original soil to where we're at now, you've been there since the beginning. Congratulations. I've been that's, there since day one. that's not easy at all. No. Hey, Vaughn, that's not easy no. at all, that business. Hey, I have some friends that are in not only like the farming business, but also the chicken business as well. There's some entities that you got to, there's some real power players in that whole thing that you got to negotiate with and deal with. I'm so impressed by your business acumen. Now, before we let you go, and I said that was the last question, and that's a massive lie (laughs) because um, Odell Beckham Jr., okay, your friend, guy, you were 
And I assume that might have been something you would have done when you were a little loopy. Instead, you were calling Brandon Bean, saying you'd like to job shadow him, which is an awesome play. Uh, I wish, for the sake of the Internet, you would have got on your Twitter and maybe sent some stuff out to either Odell Beckham Jr. or anybody else. Maybe next time, like in 20 years, when you have, they have a new surgery that gives you just two brand-new knees or whatever, think about that, your next surgery 20 years from now. Odell Beckham Jr. does the tour, right? He goes to the Bills. And I don't know if he was there yesterday. Jordan Poyer, I thought he said that day, but a lot of people were saying he said today as yesterday being in the building. I'm not sure I missed that. Went to the Giants, went to the Cowboys, went back home. Then there was reports out of the Cowboys that his scans didn't look good enough, and Michael Parsons then said that OBJ told him he'd be able to play in five weeks. Is that Dr. Cooper that's making those decisions for Jerry Jones? And what have you heard from your friend Odell Beckham Jr., who just went through an ACL rehab that you're about to sign up for? I'm sure you two have chatted since then. I mean, I, I don't know what... Uh... You know, how, what they're doing over there with the Dallas Cowboys and Dottie Cooper and Jerry. I don't know how they they run things. I got a, a funny story, though. So we had Odell uh, Friday. We had Odell Friday in Buffalo. We uh, had dinner at Josh Allen's house, and he came to the facility the next day. And, you know, we did we, – you know, we had dinner with Brandon Bean, Gabe Davis. Uh, you know, Josh was there. Um, his agent was there. And this dinner was amazing. Like, it, it couldn't have gone better. Like, we talked about everything. Um, I, I felt I felt really good, you know, leaving that dinner. You know, Bean felt really good. Odell felt really good after leaving that dinner. Go to the facility the next day. Had a great visit with all the guys at, at the Buffalo Bills organization. It was a great visit all the way through. Like I, you know, I was telling uh, oh, and I told Bean like, hey, whether you come or not, like we did everything that we possibly could do. Like I'm, I'm at peace because we checked all the boxes. We did. It was a great visit. He knows how he can fit in on and off the football field here with the Buffalo Bills. So we've completed our side of, uh, of the deal. Um, it was a great visit, like I said before, man. You know, he was able to eat some wings and check it out, came over to the crib. You know, it was, it was a great visit, man. I mean, we don't have a basketball team, so we couldn't take them, you know, courtside. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, would have. Besides all of that stuff, man, besides all that stuff, man, we had a great visit. We talked about everything, how it would fit into the offense, the locker room, everything. So we're at peace uh, with, with that with the part of it. You know, I come down to Dallas, you know, to meet with, with Dr. Cooper. And um, I leave from my, my appointment with him and I walk in the hallway and I see Odell's assistant in the lobby. His name is AJ. And I say, AJ, what, what are you doing here, man? And he was like, Odell, he's right here in the room right here. And I go back in the room and he's right in the next, he's in the next examining room right next to me. So I go in there, I talk to, you know, OBJ. And I'm like, man, I can't get away from you, man. Like, you you here, man. It must be a song. Like, we're supposed to be, oh. you know, together. But. You know, but then he has a great visit with the Dallas Cowboys as well. From what I'm hearing, that New York visit was great. You know, our visit was great. And the Dallas, you know, Cowboys visit was great as well, man. And, you know, it's just, it's just you know, you just got to make one of those decisions, man. He, You know, he has to weave through, you know, a lot of things. You know, he's coming back from ACL surgery as well. But, you know, whenever he makes a decision, man, whether it's with the Buffalo Bills, the Dallas Cowboys, or the New York Giants, or wherever he goes, man, I'm going to be happy for him because that's my brother at the end of the day. And I just want peace and the happiness for my dog. So wherever he goes, man, I would be happy. Uh, thank you for telling us that story. I wish I could have been at that dinner at Josh Allen's house where everybody's laying out like a <laughs> recruiting visit, it sounds like, mm -hmm. which I enjoy. <laughs> and I think Odo Beckham Jr. has earned that. And obviously he has with three very good teams saying, hey, we'd love to have you and hosting him. Did you guys go in the front yard in the snow and run back and forth? Did he yeah. look fast? Did he look like he could run? Is, there, <laughs> is it all a walking situation? What was going on? 
No, 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 we didn't. No, we didn't. Oh, and, you know, and, uh, Bean um, was like, let's go run in front of him. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's see I think, that. you know, I think whatever team that he goes on, like, you know, you know he's not, he's not just, he's not just going to fall off the side of a cliff. Like, I think, you know, he still has the talent. He, he still needs that structure to sign with a team and, you know, recover and get back ready to go. You know, I don't think whatever team he signs to that they they would expect him to play right now this coming a week. Like, it's going to take, you know, three or four weeks. And I think, you know, everybody knows that. Um, you know, when I was talking to OBJ, just by being, just by him being my brother, you know, I sat down and I told him, like, hey, you play for the New York Giants. You play for the Los Angeles Rams. Like, playing for the Dallas Cowboys, Odell Beckham, like, all of these, bro, you fit in with this, you know, just by being, by me being honest with him, like, you fit in with those, with those markets. You know, you're one of the biggest football players that ever play, you know, this sport, man. You fit in with those markets, man, and. You know, of course, I want him to come to the Buffalo Bills, man. But wherever he decides to go, man, it'd be great, man. But to be able to play for Dallas, to be able to play for Los Angeles Rams and the New York Giants, man, it and, doesn't get any bigger than that. And Colts. Cleveland Browns. Oh. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> he did play for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> uh, I appreciate the hell out of you, man. Good luck with recovery. Will we continue to hear from you or are you getting locked in? No, of course, man. I, you know, I got I got even more time to talk to you guys. I got even more time to, to stream and, and Twitch. And while we're here, man, y'all follow my Twitch, man. My, my Twitch is just Connor, my name, Connor. Von Miller on Twitch, man. Y'all follow me there. I got Twitch coming up where I'm going to give out over $100,000 worth, worth of cash prizes. I gave away yeah. three gaming computers. Um, I might even give away a, a Ford uh, a Ford Bronco. What? Jerseys. <laughs> give away jerseys and, um, you know, signed items. It's going to be crazy. You know, it's supposed to be... This coming up uh, Tuesday, December. It was supposed to be on Monday, December twelfth, but I'm obviously I have to move it back because I'm gonna be here in Dallas a little bit longer. So I think we're gonna move it back one more week so that following Monday we'll have Twitchman. So go ahead and check me out on Twitch, man. Just my name, Vaughn Miller. I play PGA golf. I play Call of Duty oh, yeah. on there, man. And you oh. know, of course, we just chat and, and hang out too. Hey. Merry Twitchmas, dude. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah boy. Appreciate you guys. Can't man, wait AJ to Pat, man. But, man, I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you guys for having me, man, for sure. Hey, yes, I'm going to start sending you some work, though. I'm going to say, like, hey, here's some film. Do you want to break it down a little bit uh, while you're bored? And then we'll make it a commercial, and then we'll set up some business where we'll pay you as such because you're doing a service to make our show better, which is somehow <laughs> uh, lost on a lot of people somehow. We appreciate the hell out of you, ladies and gentlemen, Von Miller. Yeah, Von! Football! is cooking, isn't it? Yeah, big, big time. time. Some tweets have been sent to the Twitter that have ended up in our group chat. That's AJ Hawk, the Toxic Tables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Uh, one half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. Nine-year NFL vet, host of the Man to Man podcast and everything DB. Darius Butler's here, all the boys in the back. We appreciate everybody. We are going to do Coach P's Keys, but we will certainly have that in this hour. What we have to talk about right now is the fact that Congress has issued a 79-page report into Dan's Snyder and the Commanders. If you're looking for the bombshell in that 79 pages, says Dan Lust, who's Sports Law Lust uh, Twitter account. 
You're looking for page 42. Ooh. The report states that the Washington commanders leaked the John Gruden emails that resulted in his resignation. It came out of their side, says Congress. I assume in the other 79 pages, or I'm sorry, 78 pages of the 79-page report, there's a lot of damning things, especially if it's coming out of the House Oversight Committee or whatever the fuck it is, and it's that long. There's going to be a lot. A lot of exposés have come out about how terribly run that building was, how toxic that building was, and everything like that. More reports are stating that whenever Dan testified in July. We weren't able to hear it because remember they wanted him to testify, but he, he uh, duct taped all of his yep. pockets, yeah. right? And then he duct taped his hands. Yep. So every time they try to subpoena him, he said, "What? What subpoena? Nope. I can't what subpoena? Nope. Can't grab anything. What subpoena? Don't and then he went on his yacht and went to the island that Napoleon's from over in the south of France, I believe, and hung out there while Roger Goodell was testifying. And if you do recall, while Roger Goodell was testifying about this all, he was actually asked by one of the people on the committee, "Do you think this is a proper usage of government's time, Mr. Goodell? And he said, are you, are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> that was what that House Oversight yep. Committee came in and Goodell didn't say a single thing. Everybody was looking for Dan Snyder. Inevitably, they get a subpoena stuck to Dan Snyder somehow, so he can visibly have to go and testify for our government. That was a private thing. They said in July, he testified and over a hundred different times, he said, I don't recall. <laughs> I don't recall. Now I guess the investigation is saying 100 times he did that and he was wrong because of our investigation. More to come. Dan Snyder's selling the commanders and it feels like we're going to learn about every single potential skeleton that this guy had on the way out. And obviously it's a skeleton. None of it's good. How the fuck have they been able to run a business for this long, you think, with this guy under, uh, in control, you think? I mean, it's, that's a great question. It'll be a great documentary, possibly, 15 Numerous. years from now. Like, if they go through all of it. Now, I mean, we're not surprised, though, are we, that these, these came from Dan Snyder. Well, this is the politics world that we think about. They're, if they yeah. start snooping around, if enough people start snooping around and you have anything wrong, they're going to find it. Yep. Especially if exposés are helping them to like find people to talk about what you're exactly looking for. It felt like they had everything they potentially needed to gather information, and they did. They released their report. It feels like old news. We all agree that it's a bad place, and they did bad things, and Dan Snyder's one of the worst bosses probably in the history of bossing anything and was making billions of dollars in the end he's going to sell it move on nobody's going to talk about this anymore the people who will make the documentary of the movies are like kids who are fans of the team and they grow up to be into the creative in like the content creation world mm -hmm. and you're like whatever happened to my team oh people forget this story <laughs> and then we get like four or five different variations of what it was like to either be a part of the commanders uh, fan of the commanders or maybe somebody that's been affected by the commanders. Yeah. So it's not going to stop. It's never going to stop. But I think our biggest question is how the fuck was this able to happen for so long at the mm -hmm. highest level in the biggest league in the world? I guess that's why Goodell was getting questioned as well. Uh, we assume people will figure that out. Now, breaking news from Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller will be back and play for another five, six years. That's Huge. Right. Every time we talk to that guy, I fucking love him, AJ. Every time I talk to that guy, I'm He's like, awesome. I love this dude even more. Had no idea this was going to happen this season. Very thankful it did. Hate that he got hurt, but his mindset on everything is fucking fantastic, AJ. Yeah, I think it was cool. He even said, like, now I can show these guys my new team here in Buffalo that it's not just all talk, like my positive mindset, what I've been preaching all year. Now I can truly show you through some adversity. So, yeah, I mean, Vaughn definitely thinks of, like, the bigger picture, it feels like. Darius, real thing, him saying, I'm excited to prove myself because these guys have seen him. He's just come in, got sack, 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 and he's yep. always like, hey, guys, let's go. This is what it needs to be like. And obviously he has the resume and people respect and appreciate him. Now it's just a deeper layer of respect. I think that's about to be earned and showed, I think, right? Absolutely. And it's something that he's 
said he obviously already been through. And now it is tougher, I know, for me as a player when you're not out there to lead, you know, when you're not on the field. Now you're – because it just feels different. Even as a player, you're talking and you're trying to get the guys up, but you're not out there playing. So that will be a challenge for him, I'm sure. But it's dope that he's going to be, you know, shadowing Bean. You know, he's talked about how he wants to be a GM. Uh, that's going to be dope. And then once again, you know, proving himself outside of the field. Speaking of our dope, he said, I'm excited to prove how dope I am, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was sweet. All right, listen, I'm just – People think, like, oh, this guy's dope. It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> pretty uh-huh. dope. Pretty fucking dope, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm still positive, aren't I? Everybody's like, oh, it must be nice to be Von Miller or everything. What happens when things aren't good? Von's like, I'm going to play another five to six years. I'm mm-hmm. going to come back. Don't you worry about it. If it happened, it happened. I, I'm bummed about it. I had a good year. The team's built for it. I'm ready to go. I'm coming back every single day. And he's going to be walking around at practice field with a pen. Huh? Is that what yeah, he's gonna taking yeah. notes. Yeah, Vane, is he going to be taking notes? Is that, what's, is that what's going to be happening, AJ? I don't know. Do you think Bean gives him any control of the roster? Maybe he makes a few moves. Whoa. That'd be What if Vaughn's negotiating with practice squad guy in the playoffs after the season? Bean's like, hey, Vaughn, please. We need two more guys on the practice squad. You see we had to activate guys. We got guys to elevate guys or whatever. Uh, We're thinking these two guys. Here's about the amount of money we have. Good luck out there. Vaughn's like, all right, boys, you want to join our team or not? This is all I got for you. Mm-hmm. Comes back to Bean. Bean, you owe him an extra fucking 50 grand. Okay? I, the guys are nice. They were good. Good, good guys. Got the deal done. What if he's negotiating with Odell? Dude, how about him in the same building as Dr. Cooper down there? Yeah, how did yeah, we learn crazy. that that guy, that is that guy? Yep. Mm-hmm. So he is the surgeon. He's a great surgeon. Von Miller, okay, Buffalo Bill, has all the money in the world, all the assets in the world, not all the money in the world. There's people. Much more wealthy than Bob Miller. Right. Let's not even. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not only him, but then his uncle, Uh who obviously owns the entire Ohio State. Mm -hmm. There's money way out there. But he has all the assets, all the networks, all the connections, the money to afford whatever, whenever. Wants to come back better than ever. This is premier athlete. Choosing, right? Who does the surgery is a big Mm-hmm. That's a big conversation. Choosing to go down to that doctor. So whenever the Dallas Cowboys, it comes out like the Dallas Cowboys don't think he's ready. It's like my immediate reaction was that doctor's respected by a lot mm-hmm. of people. Happy we were able to piece that together. You know what I mean, AJ? Like happy yeah. we were able to kind of – and he said three to four weeks, I think he said about Odell. That's what Vaughn said, yeah. Micah said five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Micah said that he told him. It, but it might have been so loud because the OBJ chance were there. You sure, might have said, yeah. shouldn't be five, should be three to four. And he only That might be the chess piece, though. Wouldn't that be the chestnut checkers tweet that he had yesterday That's where, you know, yeah, he tells Micah to say five weeks. Really, he's back in three to four because the teams out there going to be playing then aren't ready for him. This is just like when that mm. foot doctor said, Boom. He'll be ready in eight months. Yes. And he was ready in 14 days. Yes. Uh huh. Bingo. It's like, wow, look at the recovery. Look, how good is that surgery? Yeah. yeah, I'm a good surgeon. What do you want? Yeah, normal. Okay, normal Sorry. surgeon. What do you want me to say? Eight to, eight to 12 months. <laughs> My guy's 13 to 16 days. Mm-hmm. Never change. I, that was wild to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was electric. It was kind of weird, and I'm not. Vaughn's a great guy. And whoa, I whoa, this, whoa. Uh-oh, what is oh, that? Oh, oh, is this because you dunked on him or like, no, yeah. what is hey, let me teach you? Look, I can't support the Bills that much, okay? I love talking <laughs> to them. Can't be watching their stuff out of here. I'm sorry. But uh, was it a little weird that he said, hey, the Giants, the Rams, the Cowboys? I mean, those three markets, you got to be play for those three teams. And he, did didn't, say that. and he didn't just throw the, the Bills in there as one of those. 
No, I, th- I think he was talking about his friend with the market because Buffalo yeah. is not that market, right? Buffalo is the only team that's in New York, but it doesn't ever get the consideration of the New York market yes. strictly because the Giants and Jets represent that area that has so many fucking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, you, have you thought about that ever? Like just sat it's a down. A lot stacked up on top of each other, huh? Yeah. Just. It's a lot worse in other countries. There's other places, though. It's a lot more compressed than it is there i went to japan in like uh the parking spaces that you get because is that where they push people into the subway They're like everyone the rush on the subway yeah because everything it's on time it's not waiting i like it i like the efficiency yeah i wasn't there whenever people were getting pushed in but it was certainly an urgency and nobody talked so i felt like oh. i should be chatty at least you know mm-hmm. what i mean like mm-hmm. let me do a little talking i didn't speak their language got a couple smiles good pops out of there but there i would say the cleanest most orderly and quietest place I have ever nice. been in my life was uh, Tokyo over there. Yeah, that's it was sweet. It was wild. Now we went to a couple bars over there. Reckless. Okay. Like everything, oh. complete opposite. What do you mean? <laughs> when you go into those, it was reckless. like as in reckless. What is what's reckless about it compared to like another bar? Um. Hmm. Like, you see those people who just act ridiculous at clubs, like at a dance floor, like that are really on one. Sure. They're like, that oh. person's really, <laughs> yeah. really on one right there. Every person in there. <laughs> That's what it was like. Sounds awesome. All dudes. All mm. dudes. All dudes. Ladies have their own section because the dudes are a bit uh, much, wow. I believe. What? So, yeah, this I'm telling awesome. you, it's a fuck. Everybody's what kind dripping. of bar. Yeah, it's okay, like a, what kind of bar were you in? Dripping. Are the girls dancing too? Uh, it was a dance club type thing. Uh, own section. We're talking like often wow. one and then <laughs> down here. Mosh pit. Any? Do they, can they mingle at all? Yeah, yeah. I think there is opportunity. I didn't see much of it. To be honest <laughs> with you, I didn't see much of it. I felt like I I was there pretty late a couple You're times. Taffer. If Taffer brought the butt funnel in, he'd get him congregating together yeah the butt funnel obviously is not Ooh. what you saw steve-o do with no. beers or anything like sure. that he's uh, talking about how different. bars are built right in the feng shui and exactly. the, the movement of it but thank you for mentioning that aj fuckers drenched in sweat we're talking full let's go the whole time yeah it was but and then outside just quiet yep then you go into this into this club and you fucking lose your mind. That is just, <laughs> that's what I realized. Everybody had a good time. I mean, they were beating the shit out of Anthony Casanzo with glow sticks one night. That was awesome. That's right. Anthony Casanzo was like doing the running man and he's obviously so tall, mm-hmm. so, so mm-hmm. tall. And he's doing the running man in there and the place is going crazy. And then they start fucking just hitting him on the head with these glow sticks. That's and I awesome. thought, I loved it. Yeah, I was enjoying it. I'm happy Casanzo <laughs> did too. Because yeah. that could have yeah, been, right. been bad. Could have been a news. fucking murder oh, yeah. scene in the middle of that dance. Instead, Costanzo loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just kept it. He like went down. And then he like came back up, and it was like this place is awesome. Yeah, we were in the middle of one of the coolest moments of all time. Chuck Pagano had a couple of nights over there. I was gonna say, wasn't Chuck there too? Yeah, Chuck Pagano actually kicked a fucking door down of a uh, of a Whoa. bar. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, yeah. It was a uh, just one, for fun. Or? One of the most amazing moments I've ever encountered out and about as a boozer. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I've, I've drank in a lot of places. I've had a lot of good times. I've been very lucky to experience a lot of things. Japan was certainly different. Like, it was a much different atmosphere than I've ever been a part of. Um, we go from one, we are reading sushi with a fucking finance guy from the United States of America who lives in Tokyo because the markets, markets open are right. ahead of time yeah. there. So, this is like next level finance guy. Thought he was potentially crooked. Like, a little bit. Great host, though. 
took us to this one sushi place, got us all this sushi, all this food. We had all these drinks. Then tells us, like, hey, this place is a fun place to go. We go there, have some more drinks, and we start walking through, like, the streets of Tokyo, and then we just see, like, bar with an arrow down, right? So Chuck's leading the charge, coach, leading the way. We appreciate it. We're all mm -hmm. right behind him. And he goes down these steps, and then there's, like, another turn down the steps, and you're going down into, like, a basement, and then there was a door on the wall down at the bottom, like, this turn, and he went to open it, and that thing just poof, falls flat. Jeez. Heavy door. Heavy, heavy, boom, loud sound. Everybody in bar, obviously, like it, it was like a small bar, like a, like a regulars type bar. Look over, obviously, you got Chuck's, yeah, face. <laughs> yeah. Fuckets in there, and then a bunch of big dumb. And Chuck just goes, uh, okay. And he turns, he goes, run. <laughs> and we, uh, we all fucking right back up the steps, out on the street, down to another road. It was, it was a good time over there. But yes, this, the train was awesome to be a part of. Loud noises, they make it like, it's interesting. It's like a fucking... Any good Japanese whiskey? So we had... Um, what were we drinking over there? Sake. Where was it? A lot of sake. Obviously, we were drinking uh -huh. a lot the of sake. Are good. I don't remember. We went to this one place, this one sushi place. The guy came out with a fucking sword and a... Oh, he had a, a snake in... He had their moon, we had their moonshine. We drank their moonshine. Wasn't that, was that what it was? That was the moonshine, right? Yeah. This guy, yeah. He comes out. Chuck's over there going, yes. Brought out a fucking sword and Ooh. then this like uh, bar... Uh, uh, ball jar and it had a snake inside of it okay a fucking snake yeah and then they come over and they're like uh, we would like you to try our local whatever or whatever and I was like that's fucking moonshine and they're like yeah locally made or whatever with the venom of this alright fuck it I mean <laughs> pour, it, pour it up yeah we drank I, I don't think I experienced anything Chuck did you experience any lasting effects from that rattlesnake moonshine <laughs> that rattlesnake moonshine you remember that me neither. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, AJ? Is it normal to put snake venom in moonshine? Uh, Honestly, it's tough to communicate over there. You know, their language is very different than ours. Yeah, yeah a little bit. It is very different than ours. Mm -hmm. you know Wait, I mean? was the snake alive in the jar? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't believe it. I think it, it passed away peacefully, too. I thought you were going to say he cut his head off, the snake's head off in front of you. Why, why do you have a sword? I don't know. He brought the sword. It was part of the presentation. Yeah, if you, oh, okay. if you say no, don't they kill you? Isn't that the, <laughs> if you say no to the drink? No, I think they commit sepulchre. You said you say yes. no. Oh, yeah. They fall on I'm it. I'm actually not sure <laughs> what any of that is. <laughs> well, sepulchre. Was that was it. Holy oh, shit. Holy. What's that called? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Looks amazing. Yeah, what is Starts that? Starts with an H. What does the label say, Z? Uh, snake, snake wine is what they call it. So look at, so look at that <laughs> label right there. That's their language. Yeah. Okay? Jeez. So trying to communicate with them whenever you're out and about trying to find – like bathroom, you know, most languages you can kind of – you. This one is just – you got no shot. No. So you really have to stop them hmm. and just like kind of like – but they don't have time for your shit either. No. They're like a quiet group of people who are just like, hey, I'm about my way. So the, the keypad changing thing was the only way, but to get somebody to read your phone, like you got to get a full stop. Yeah. And I'm the big dumb American just standing in front, setting pics in front of you. Yeah. We? Well, and those aren't like letters. <laughs> Excuse like, me, is this? Characters are entire words. It's not as if there's, you know, five characters yeah. and you think that they spell something out. They're all their own thing. I do respect and appreciate their personalities. Uh, one person told me the wrong thing. 
that was like thank you or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like obviously Domo Regato mm-hmm. is thank you. So it had to be something else, like very commonly used thing. And basically said, I'm a fucking dickhead, is yeah. what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Nice. Your boy's nice. having a pretty good time. Bud. Yep. We got Pops, got DQ. Yes. Yep. Boy's having a pretty good time out that, there. That chef is a <laughs> god. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm holding a golf club. Just, uh, just so you guys know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody else has a sword. I have a golf club. <laughs> uh, I believe, uh, who knows what I was drinking there. Probably a little uh, sake or what? vodka. Yeah, we had a great time over there, man. That's how you bring a group together, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, yeah. you ever want to, like, uh, build a bit? We should do this. 100%. We should do this. We should do, like, a USO thing over in Japan. A lot of American military over there, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, due to placement in the world where it is. And uh, there's some history. And a little bit. They have not forgotten. I, I will say we were told numerous times that they have not forgotten, so watch it. Okay? Mm-hmm. And well. I feel like we brought good energy, good vibes. But when you literally can't communicate with a single soul other than the people you're with, you have to depend upon each other. And, like, you learn a lot yeah. about people, I think. I think, you learn, I think you learn a lot about each other. It was a great trip. Conti was with us, too, who's the uh, oh, Chris. Colts PR. Matt's his name. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Joining us now is a uh, hey, shout-out to Japan. Man. Domo regato for the experience. Oh, uh, joining us now is a man who not only has gotten better every single year he's gotten into the NFL, but he has transformed what people want as their NFL quarterback. He can run a power ISO if you fucking need him to, and he can throw it 75 yards. You listen to his teammates talk about him. They say he's the coolest dude of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, representing Bills Mafia perfectly, Josh Allen. There you go. What's up? There we go. Nailed it. How you guys doing? Hey, great, man. You found, hey, you found the window. You know what I mean? You found the window. <laughs> broke it down. Did the whole thing. How are you doing? How's life? How's the body? Week 14. We're already here, Josh. Yes. Uh, it's gone. Here, here comes trouble. Ask him what planet he's from. Yeah, he's not from here. He's not Ask from him, here. He's not, he's not from here. That's what, he said ab- here. that's what he said about you yesterday, Josh. He said, Josh Alien, he's not from here. He's a great dude, obviously. Your team is filled with those. But how do you feel right Love now, Josh? Feeling good. Uh, like you said, week 14, um, if, if you're not injured or you're not hurting, probably something wrong. So everybody's battling through stuff throughout the season. Guys are, you know, bumped and bruised. Uh, but our guys, man, they, they work hard. Our training room is fantastic. Our strength staff's fantastic. So, uh, you know, just trying to, trying to get ready for the next one. Hey, how's your, how's your elbow doing? We feel, I, I think I asked Jordan, asked me, uh, is, Josh Allen, the toughest guy on the planet, because we felt like you're you were done, like elbow, your throwing arm, and then you're out there slanging the ball. Like, does it continue to get better and better, even coming from that injury? Yeah, I, I think every day gets a little better. Um, it's something that you know I'm going to have to deal with for probably the foreseeable future. But again, the guys that we got in the training room that are helping me out, uh, making sure that I'm ready to go on game day. Obviously, trying to limit uh, throwing throughout the week and just being smart with. You know when I am throwing, um, which is hard for me to do because when I'm out there, I want to, I want to make every throw. I don't want to take reps off. Um, you know, sometimes it's the smart, sensible thing to do, but again, it, it on game day it doesn't bother me. So do you have to do this one, and then they, they <laughs> no, no. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I've seen people have to do that, and I have to. I think to myself, it looks pretty soft, but also, how uncomfortable is that? They take a full snap, do the thing, and then they go. That's where I would throw it. And then they spot it again. Now, you're not doing that? You're saying, no, nah, I'm not doing that. 
I refuse. I think, uh, you know, you don't you don't drive fire a bow and arrow. You never do that. There's always got to be an arrow coming out. So that's that's how I picture oh, yeah. it. All right, so let's talk about your bow and arrow. It happens to be one of the strongest in the history of football. Was there ever a worry? Because to AJ's point, and I guess to what you said, we thought that the only way that you were going to be able to fix that was some type of surgery. You have appeared to get stronger and stronger through this whole thing. Is it just you have stronger arm than every other human that exists? Do you think that's a part of why you've been able to battle through this? Or is that just the injury that you received? I think it's probably the injury that I received. And um, I'll tell you what, though, when we saw the pictures, I, I, I know the doctors weren't too um, optimistic for me playing the last few weeks. You know, they thought it was probably going to be, you know, anywhere from two to four weeks. But um, I kind of had my own plan and, and basically basically told him, like, this is what we're doing. You know, let's get that PRP shot in today. Let's let's uh, not throw all week. And Saturday I'll see how What's the feeling? Well, uh, you know, I have a strong feeling that I'll be able to go this next week. So we all thought you were out, and hearing that from you just solidifies the fact that all of your teammates love you because you seemingly are the fucking man. So we appreciate you joining us on this very busy Thursday for you. Um, coming up against the Jets. Last time you played the Jets, you have an cr- incredible quote after the game that will live on forever, especially with how great you are and how many incredible moments you'll have. Where you're like, court- won't win a lot of games where the quarterback plays like shit or whatever. What did you see from the Jets last time you played? And have you thought about that ever since then? And has that come back? up in memory this particular week yeah obviously watching film of, of the last game is not fun uh some some really bad decisions eyes were all over the place you know take no credit away from them they had a really good game plan and they uh, kind of stuck to it but you know i felt like making better decisions you know the first play we go down uh we hit a shot and then two plays later again bonehead interception that takes points away from us throwing a, an interception backed up when our defense just had a, a huge fourth down stop so um, you know, got to be smarter in those areas. And again, that's why you play this game to learn, learn from those moments and grow from those moments. And, you know, playing at home now, uh, having Bill's Mafia at our back and be able to communicate well, you know, with the, with the crowd noise down, um, you know, again, we're, we're hoping to go out and right that wrong and try to go one another this week. You've grown every single year. I don't know why anybody would think you were lying. Can't wait to watch it bounce back. Go ahead, D-Butt. Yeah, Josh, how hard is it to uh, balance that? Like going out there, you you know, Mahomes, Herbert, Hurts, you guys are so talented. A lot of plays you make, it's like, no, 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 yes. Like kind of like that touchdown throw against the Patriots. Do you even try to balance that or do you just go out there and fuck it, just play ball? I think given the situation and the flow of a game, I think that kind of dictates – you know, how aggressive you want to be. Um, you know, if you've got room, room to roam, I'll say, like, if you're up by a few scores and, you know, you feel like you can go make a throw, I'm going to make a throw. But if it's, you know, a tight game, especially late second half, you know, being smart and just finding completions, moving the ball, and, again, just trying to put your team in good situations to score the score the ball. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of – it all goes through your mind. And you, and you know that as a quarterback, yep. you know, how the flow of the game's going. Um and just based on how many times you've been in those situations. Is that something that Ken Dorsey will say to you in your uh, before a drive or something like that? And how is that communication? Because we've seen him communicate before, but it was uh, mostly just not – we could only see it, we couldn't hear it. <laughs> but how is Ken Dorsey in your ear? And is that something that he does tell you, like that type of stuff? I think that's normal for the offensive coordinator. For sure. And it, you know, he calls a shot play and he's like, hey – if it's not there, find an outlet. I'll come back to it. You know, making sure that I know that yeah. that 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 play is going to be there. Like I, I don't have to force anything, and this isn't going to be my only shot to make a play. And uh, just being able to trust in him and him trusting me, I think that's the most important thing. Because when I'm on the field, I got to be an extension of the offensive coordinator. I got to know what he's calling, why he's calling it, and just trying to go out and execute that 
you know, giving play to the best of my abilities on how he's seeing it through his brain. And uh, sometimes that's tough to do because, again, we're human in nature. And, uh, you know, I love throwing the deep ball. I love throwing touchdowns and stuff like that. But uh, playing sensible and smart football, I think that's, uh, you know, how, t- how good teams win. Hell, yeah. We can't wait to see the plays that you make, though. They are fun. You like doing that? We love watching love you fucking that. sling that thing. Go ahead, AJ. Now, whenever we talk to any of your teammates or we just watch you guys play or practice, like your teammates love you and they see you joking around, like have such a great like rapport with the whole team. Is it always like? Is that something you like actively think about as you've grown in your career? Like, hey, like I'm how you present yourself, how you interact with players, or are you just being yourself and being authentic? No, I'm I'm 100% being myself. I think this is it's goes back to Pop Warner, man. I, I like I get to play the game of football. It's the greatest game the greatest sport in the world. I can come yeah. in here and hang out with, you know, dudes in, in the locker room and come out here and tell jokes and guys that, like, we, we just get to do some really cool things that I'm so appreciative for. Um, and, again, when you mix it with a bunch of guys in the locker room that care for each other, that love each other, that hang out outside of the stadium, the facility here, it makes you want to play that much harder. But, again, like, it's fun. Let's have fun while we're here because it's not going to last forever you talk about hanging out outside the facility which is a great sign for a great team i heard about the little dinner date you guys had on friday night at your house okay i heard about it want to let you know i was told okay by vaughn miller who was also at the dinner brandon bean was at the dinner i heard gabe davis was at the dinner i heard odell beckham jr was at the dinner i heard and vaughn miller told us that Basically, it was a good conversation about what he would be, how he would be, what the team is like, and Brandon Bean being there is obviously massive. What was your thoughts on that dinner, how it all went, and had you known OBJ before that? Well, I can neither confirm nor deny those allegations of this supposed dinner, but if there was a dinner, uh, I will say it, it, was, it was a good time, man. We got to hang out um, and basically just show our personalities, and I had met Odell a couple times briefly through Super Bowl media row or Super Bowl party at the, you know, by the hotel or whatnot. And it's all just been kind of flyby stuff, but to, to get to sit down and talk with him, hopefully he saw the bond that we have as teammates. And, uh, you know, I think he knows again, what it means to bring a Super Bowl to this, this city and this state in, in Western New York here. Um, so again, I, I, I don't know where it's at. I don't know when the decision is going to be made. Obviously we're, we're hoping that he chooses us. Um, but if not, you know, we move on and we, we move forward, but, Yes, we, we'd love to have him. Vaughn said you did a hell of a job hosting, so way to go on that. Yeah. Hey, you're a good teammate. And uh, you said something there about winning Thank this. Thank you, Vaughn. Yeah, you're winning, <laughs> hell yeah. you're winning this city uh, a Super Bowl and how big it would be. And obviously everybody remembers the Four Falls. There was a documentary about it. The modern generation that maybe didn't get to live through it got to experience it through a documentary. Is that your driving force at this point? Is that the big selling point in the locker room? Like, hey, this city fucking deserves one. Is that a big-time conversation you guys have? That, that is a huge conversation. That's something that gets brought up a lot. I dream about it all the time. I dream about, you know, the Super Bowl parade and what that would be like. Oh. Um, you know, I, I, I know, and it sounds corny, but I, I know what I would say right after the Super Bowl, too, to the, to the fans here and, and to the, the city. So, um, obviously, we got to go out there and we got to get it done, you know, through our actions. Uh, but it's, it's extremely fun to think about. It's extremely, uh, it, it will be extremely extremely special to be a part of um god willing we can get it done hell yeah fans are gonna love that bill's mafia is the fan base that if i was to have a super bowl parade in front of mm-hmm. i would that place is going to be probably won't be able to move right snow probably have everybody oh yeah mm-hmm. so it'll probably be just more so like a festival yeah yeah be bananas <laughs> yeah it'd be a festival it'd be an awesome festival though mm-hmm. can't wait for it ty has a question for you josh yeah josh you mentioned how you know this late in the season basically everybody's dealing with something and with your elbow like 
we watch you play, and you, I mean, you just give guys a fucking shoulder to chew on all the time. <laughs> Watching you run hard is one of like the most fun things to watch. Do you have to balance that at all? I mean, I know the run games kind of come along more so here in the the back half of the season, but like being being a physical runner is obviously a massive part of your game too. Is it hard to balance that, or is it one of those things where you can't really second guess that either, and you kind of just got to go out there and do it? Again, I kind of go back to understanding the flow of the game. Um, I think down and distance dictates that a lot too. You know, if it's third down and you know I got one yard to get, like. I'm going to go get it. I'm not going to put my team in a bad situation where I'm sliding short of the first um, and having to come out for fourth and you know fourth and inches or fourth and one. I'd rather skip that and just try to get the first down there. Um, but again, I, I do think that it's a part of my game. I'm a football player for you know at the end of the day, um, and I love this game. I love everything about it, um, but I hate losing. I think that's just kind of maybe why I you know I'm such a physical runner too. I had uh, somebody that I was playing uh, dominoes with who is. Uh who said they hate losing. And I said, oh, you sound like Wayne Gretzky. You know, like this person never been an athlete. It is a different thing for the professional athletes on the hate losing, especially when you experience something like the way last season ended. And I appreciate your perspective on all of it. I also appreciate what you put together on a field because remember, first year you were in the league, nobody could have expected you to be the person that you are right now on the football field. You've worked your ass off for it. Your football instincts are fantastic. And AJ alluded to this earlier, and we just pulled it up. This play you had against Patriots was the second time you've done this type of play. I assume for you this just seemed like a standard play. The world was in awe of your composure. You're extending it, jump throw, keeping your eyes downfield against a defense that's led by the greatest coach of all time in Bill Belichick. And you obviously end up winning by double digits. What do you think it has been <laughs> that you have kind of changed the entire narrative of the Bills Patriots rivalry and when you do stuff like this do you ever watch the replay and go like man I'm pretty I'm fucking sweet do you, do you think that or no no yeah you have to I'm, listen I, I I feel like I know who I am as a player um, you know I have a lot of internal belief in myself and you know like you alluded to uh, going back to my rookie year I appreciate for saying those things as well but I always, I always felt like I'd be in the position that I'm in today, um, you know. And, again, I, I'm out there. It, it takes a lot of stuff for that to happen, though. i got to trust Gabe Davis to keep coming back for me there, and that's just the communication, how, how many times we've practiced, our receivers understanding that at any point they're in any play they can get the ball because I do extend plays and I do find different windows, and they've got to trust me. Um, and that, that, you know, level of trust between us has to be so high to make a throw like that because again as as i'm throwing i'm like if i if i leave this inside you know another three four inches this might be picked you know so i got it's it does one of the b rights but it takes uh, a lot of different variables for those things to happen i got a great group of guys around me i want to let you know i'm happy about the fact that you get a turnover it doesn't slow you down Okay, like that is make a mistake. Don't let it become two mistakes. Let's just continue to play. Uh, you're good for the NFL, pal. Last question here comes from a Patriot fan, Boston Connor. Yeah, Josh, Thursday was awesome, man. Thanks so much for that. That was Thank really you. good Thank time. you so much. After, uh, <laughs> after, since you had Sunday off, do you watch the other games? And then what was your reaction when you guys go from, you know, five seed to one seed in one day where you guys aren't even playing? Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, – yeah, I do watch I, – I watch Red Zone with Scott Hansen. I got his name right, finally. I keep calling him Chris. Wow. But Scott Hansen is well, my yeah. guy. Wow, Chris. Um, have a seat. Big difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, big difference. Don't want to talk to that guy. No. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, just 
I love I love football. So again, watching watching all these games, and um, obviously when you you aren't playing, then all of a sudden, like you said, that jump from five to one in the span of one day that's doesn't happen too often. Um, but you know, we're we still got a lot of work to do. The good thing is we control our own destiny. We got to have a lot of faith and in, in trusting each other and take it one game at a time and just try to keep stacking wins. You hit every cliche there. I think right after, I mean, you hit like seven of them straight. It was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Almost as impressive as you on a football field. Thank you so much for taking time. Good luck this weekend, and we appreciate you, man. Bad guys. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Ladies, Bills. Hell yeah. Sorry I stepped on that. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Allen. Uh, we've taken way too long to get to this segment. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get smarter. Okay. It is time to bring the juice. It is time to learn about how tonight's game is going to go with an experience that we get to have that nobody else does because we have a former NFL head coach, mm -hmm. a man who has coached football for 55 years and is also the authority on the peanut punch, which he created right, at right. the University of <laughs> Wyoming as a safety way back in the day. Yeah, right. Obviously, we're joking. That's not real. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coach P's Keys with Chuck Pagan. Hey. He's the Raiders head coach. Raiders head coach right now. Raiders head coach. Morning, Ben. Morning, Morning coach. coach. McDaniels. Where's our pointer? Right here. Got it. There you go. Sorry, coach. Thank you. Don't Appreciate break the it. screen. Hey, great win. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Great win. Hell Good to win. And it's oh, great to yeah. be a Raider. Oh, I yeah. love win. the Raiders. The autumn, autumn wind is win. a Raider, Division coach. rival over the Chargers. Uh -huh. That's awesome. Had a bunch of people step up. A mm -hmm. bunch of players step up. Hell yeah. Chandler. I mean, what? out of nowhere, three sacks. I mean, I've been waiting on it. That's awesome. Coach. Coach. Oh, oh, just days. remember. Passive aggressive. Just remember where we were and what we've been through. Yep. Yeah. Oakland. And get, your, get your stuff out. Get right. I've seen a lot of stuff giggling and grab ass. You know, in These the, guys in are the, high. I'm hey, hey. I'm not high. In the training room, <laughs> dining hall before this meeting. Right. We've got a short week. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. got a huge game That's coming right. up. Okay. It's SoFi against the Rams. And all that we've been through, all the adversity, the way we started, it was nothing. Nobody here envisioned no. us starting like that. You're right. Devontae, yes. he didn't come here to be whatever. I don't think so. You're right. But I think everybody knows where this thing turned around mm -hmm. and how this fucking thing turned yeah. around. Mark Davis going there. Thank you, quarterback. No, I damn quarterback. Oh, yeah. There was complacency. There was no attention to detail. Guys cutting fucking corners. Hey, I'm this, I'm that. We got all these bright stars, right? But nobody's doing the little things. And Until somebody came to the forefront. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Coach. Our quarterback, Derek. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. Thank you D. Our quarterback. My best friend. That's right. Well, I, I don't know I, how I, you see it. Coach. Uh, first and foremost, I don't appreciate your language. So I'll just get that out, out of the way. But... <clears throat> If I, if I need to get up here and cry in front of the guys every week to get us into the playoffs, to get us to practice, I'll do it. Is that what you're talking about, Coach? That's the moment, right? Hell yeah. Fucking Hell that's yeah. Right. Goddamn right. Hell yeah. That's our quarterback. Love you, quarterback. Love you, Q. Love you guys. Thank you, Derek. What a moment. <laughs> See you Sunday. What are you laughing about, AJ? I think it's a great turning point for this program. Really do. He's Our really happy to be a part Look, of the biggest team. thing, though, hey, <laughs> and about the cursing, yeah. we'll visit later about Fumble. that, okay? I mean, I'm going to drop a few. You understand that. There's no yeah, disrespect I, to you or any of your teammates, I don't, right? I don't know about the great I don't job, lead. Just keep leading these guys. Keep leading these guys, all right? We'll get to Bible study. We'll get to all that stuff here in a minute. 
All right, let's take a look. We're on the same page here? Jeez. <laughs> Defending champs, right? Oh. This is kind of how we started, if you look at it. Not that bad. Right? right? Defending champs, got a bunch of injuries, quarterbacks out. Aaron Donald's got a high ankle, probably going to be out. The way they started, six losses in a row. Don't look at this. Because this is about us. Because we could fall prey three in a row, feeling really good about ourselves. we got a quarterback that will shed a tear in a heartbeat, Hell do whatever it takes to win. bunch of great right. But look, we start patting ourselves on the back and listening to the radio and reading the news clips and social media and all that stuff and how good. Boom. We'll go to L.A. and we'll lay an egg. We can't do that. No. Throw out the damn records. They got pride. They got professionals. Oh, my. Okay, now they ain't very good right now, but I, I, I'm, <laughs> never suck, gonna lie, I'm never going to lie to you guys. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you guys. You. Let's take a look. Offensive keys. Please block Bobby. Okay, they still got some damn dogs. You watch that game from last week against Seattle. All right, I know. Hey, what number was he? 45. At Seattle? Coach. No, it's Seattle. Oh, 54. Coach. It's 54. Coach. So understand, he still got. Legion of Boom, right? He, yeah. Watch that game. Watch that game and what he did in that game. Two sacks, interception, right. like 75 tackles. Whoa. Unbelievable. What a freak. Okay? So this guy, hey, Raheem Morris, forced fumble. Exactly. You've already watched the tape. I appreciate right. that. That tells me that we're punch. focused. Okay, and we're on point. Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator for the Rams, all right? Really, really good. Been around the league for a long, long time. They've got good players. 99, like I mentioned in the mm-hmm. opener. Who's 99? Aaron, uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Yeah. High ankle spring. Exactly. Probably, probably not going to play. So, ah, who cares? That's a, that's a good, okay. It's a good thing for us. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's Hell a yeah. game wrecker. <laughs> yeah. All right, but they still got guys. They got gains. All right, they got Leonard Floyd. Came over from Chicago a couple years ago to help him win that Super Bowl. But Bobby's the dude. He directs all the traffic. He's their energizer bunny. He gets this damn group going, all right? Blitzing. He leads them in tackles. Mm -hmm. I think he's got three or four sacks on the season. So be aware that they will bring him. Raheem will bring him. Yes. That time of season, stay focused. Happy holidays, Coach. Stay focused, please. Little Santo is this week, Coach. Hey, so 3-4 outfit, okay? They are going to do everything they possibly can to stop who for us? 17, 17 coach. 17. Maybe even 20. No, Josh, what do we do, though? 28, 28 coach. Run the rock, rock Josh. Yep. Understand that. A quarterback yeah, right. doesn't understand. Okay. Touchdowns. As long as we've got two <laughs> wide receivers or less on the field, whether it's 21, 12 personnel, all right, they're going to have their base defense out there. Mm-hmm. And 12 personnel, they could go to that 40 package. Hell yeah. That's six big motherfuckers up front with mm-hmm. one middle backer and four DBs. Yeah, yeah, Do the man. math. All right? And Love they are it. not going to let you run. Not inside, not outside. They're going to set edges. Okay? We got to do a great job of blocking these dudes up here. Hoyt? Hoyt? Michael Hoyt? He's come out of nowhere. This guy was a defensive tackle. He wasn't even suiting up. He played at Brown. He's got a huge brain. Do you know? That why he was there, that that guy, he's smart. What's that, what? Coach? What he was doing at Brown while he was playing? No, taking what, classes on his own. What was he doing? What does Brown do for you, Coach? He was helping people with calculus. Yeah. Oh, he was a, he yeah. was a tutor. Yes, he was wow. a tutor. Coach he Brown? He was tutoring tutor, Brown kids? Tutoring Are you saying he calculus. knows his calculus, Coach? 
He's All those Ohio classes are pass fail. Fuck yeah, Staking. coach. It's not as hard as you says think. You See, plus that, me equals us, coach. That was AJ. Me. He's an Ohio up, guy. Dayton. Oh, we, we ain't doing. We're good to go. Hold on, he's t- he's tutoring yes. Brown kids. Yes. Yes. Of course, he's at Brown. He's Calculus, genius. brain. So they take him. <laughs> they right. take him. He's a D tackle. They got some injuries. Okay, on their outside backer group, they say, "Hey, Hoyt." It may sound like hacked, okay, but it's Hoyt, okay, and in German, which what he is, all right, that stands for height. Oh, tall. Is a fake name? Are you sure it just sounds tall too? Is that actual? Hoyt. Okay. Trust me. Got it. Got it. You guys didn't trust me in the beginning when I came in here. That's true. There's question mark. Well, this guy went to Denver. He doesn't know what he's doing. They ran his ass out of there. He's a failure. He has to go back to. Trust me. Yeah, you're hyped. You're trusting me now. I told you about the process and what oh, it dude. takes to win. And yeah, we're on a coach. three-game streak. Don't lose. We're at the height Wait. of our trust yes. circle here. So he's oh, come in, never yeah. played outside backer, never yeah. dropped in coverage, none of that, all right? Been very, very productive for him. So we got to do a great job there. Number five, who do you think five is going to follow? 17. 17. Unless he's scared. All day. All right, so we're going to move you around, okay? We're going to line you up at X. We're going to line you up at Z. We're going to line you up in the slot. We're going to motion you. All right, we're going to make it very, very difficult, okay, on that dude. Because if we move you around like that, put you, they can't play man every damn snap. Now, they got some man schemes. They got some two high stuff, some single high zone. All right, they've got all the stuff. They've got five-man pressures, and they'll play fire zone coverage behind it. That's really hard to do when we move you around, okay, Devontae? So be ready for that. We'll have a great game plan for that. But route running, go ahead and watch. We got a clip up here of <clears throat> Jalen uh, taking care of trying to cover uh, uh, Kelsey, a couple weeks ago, okay, Kansas City. Just watch what happens. It's good. Right? He's a ball hawk, and, and he takes freaking chances now. That's what makes him great. The great corners. I mean, he's got the skill set. He's got the athleticism. Outside guy, we know how hard it is, right, to play outside and then go inside and play the nickel as well, man and zone, and make all those calls and those checks. That's yeah. difficult now. Yeah, it is. Okay? But he gets peaky. All right? He likes I fucking the quarterback. And when that happens, we switch that route up on him, Devontae. Look, he's doing it. And we'll get past him. (laughs) That doesn't mean, hey, the other guy's got to come through too for us. Hollins, all right, you guys got to come through, okay, because they're going to put a safety on him. They'll put him. You're going to get some singles, though, Devontae. He's a great, great player. We talked about Ernest, uh, Bobby, and and Ernest Jones does a great job. Rap runs a deal for him back there on the back end. All right, Washington, Ken, he's a good player. He's productive. Nothing flashy, just really, really steady. They got some corners out. All right, some guys oh, yeah. hurt on the injury list. All right, Long, David Long, guy named Hill, number two. So they got a couple rookies. Here you go, Derek Carr. They got a couple rookies. Are you Derek, there? You go, Derek. Study the damn thing. They came in Arms late study, last coach. week, okay? Right 14, Durant, was. he's a rookie. He was playing in the slot a little bit, okay, because they lost Hill, number two. All right, Kendrick came in, taking place of David Long, Jr., all right? So let's keep an eye out. On these cats. Am I still okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, Derek. Dude, Derek is crying this entire team yeah. meeting. What is that all about? Is he not? All right, Derek. I don't care. You got, you got a fucking you know. tissue. Yeah, exactly. Wipe your eyes. Whoa. Come on. You all right, Derek? I mean, that worked. We're, we're on a good deal There's, right now. Don't take coach, us backwards. It, just, I, just saved, don't. <laughs> I saved your butt when I started crying, okay? If I don't ever do that. These guys don't buy in. You're probably getting fired after the season. Oh. So maybe a little grass. Have you been crying me. since that press conference? I haven't, haven't stopped. <laughs> on game days. I stopped, I stopped crying for three hours on game okay. days. All right. Coach. 
Okay, let's move on. Love you, Coach. Okay, I love you, too. I, I, I really do. Why are we the I, way we are? I was kind of hoping things would keep slipping, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking it. back to New England. Yeah, coach. Coach. Yeah. <laughs> Get me that coordinator. Job. I might need you back there, Okay, coach. look, and then the last thing, sure, fourth quarter, okay, in red zone. These guys have been outscored 30 to 90, okay, in the Ooh. fourth quarter. All right, pay attention. It they, can't be any distractions. They suck, Just because we got... Damn trainers walking around. Hey, guys. Place. In the back. Place. Pay yeah. the fuck attention. Keep yeah. it down. Who, who the hell is that guy? I don't have a damn team meeting. Looks like frickin' Jason. Holly wins. Yeah, I don't know. Get He's his mask off him. Me out, coach. Fire. Okay, look. Fire. Pay attention. No, seriously, who the hell is <laughs> outside the building right now? I'm fucking working. <laughs> Sorry, coach. Work for There's somebody in yeah, here. I am not fucking around <laughs> here. I'm not in the team meeting room at the moment. Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> That guy's scaring the crap out of at me. At the coach. door? Yeah. Does he have a what weapon? No, he's smoking. Well, oh, Mitt's got it. Get Security, him. Mitt. Uh, we'll get him, Mitt. Jeez Louise. I mean, that was a... Look at uh, Mitt. Oh, uh, now he's gone. Dude, he was, oh, no, he was standing... Oh, so, with the way the hey, lighting was... Good, hey. Yeah. Coach, we do know who that is. I, I would like to say, but okay. I will say his shadow... No, it was scary. Yes. Very <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Shit Jesus out of Christ. Coach P's keys almost ended <laughs> hey, fourth quarter, they've been outscored, okay, 30 to 90. Yeah. Okay, we got to take advantage of that. Let's go. Fourth quarter, okay, and then the red zone, they're number two. If they do anything good, they're pretty good defense, total defense and all that, but second in the National Football League, very, very stingy. You're going to get a two-high quarters concept, some bracket stuff, but mostly single high mm. called red nine, okay? Drop some routes to beat red Hell nine, yeah. but it's a single high zone coverage deal where they can – Push the backside safety. He takes number three vertical. But if we get him on a little China route, that's a short in by one, a short in by two, and number three on a seven route. Or we go number two and number three on a scissors with a short in by one. Watch what happens to Red Knight. Because under and over the top. Trust me on that. Under and over the top. Guys get lost. Guys can't communicate. And then if you got young players at the nickel spot and they're trying to communicate against that stuff. Tough. Touchdown. Very, very difficult. Deceiving like China. Let's move on. No, one under one. Defensive keys. Okay, let's look at offensively. All right, Stafford, out. Okay, Wolford, he got a a neck. Okay. Again? They're gonna. He's day to day again. He's playing. He's got the heater on. He's a good player. If he's out there, we got to respect his game. He's a little bit more like Stafford. He's the pocket guy. All right. Can move a little bit. Athleticism. They'll still run their boots both ways. All right, but if he can't go, Perkins will go. All right, and then we know they claim Baker Mayfield, all right, who was at Carolina off of uh, waivers on Tuesday. So he's been there in a short period. If my gut is this, if, obviously we know Stafford's out, guys. Yeah. Okay. Wolfer's probably not going to play on a short week with a neck. In this day and age, we're not doing. We wouldn't put. Our guy out there. No. I wouldn't put our one out there. I wouldn't put what? our two out there. I wouldn't Puddles? put our three you out there. Put Puddles out there. Yeah, what do you mean? Okay. What it takes just to practice in this league? I'd be out there. <laughs> it's fucking hard, isn't it? Yeah. Goddamn right. It's hard. Everybody's banged up. Coach. Okay, so if he don't go, Perk, probably get the, get the nod really? just because he's been there. Athletic guy. He can move around. He's probably a one, maybe two read guy. Okay, and if you, we take one away. All right, he can maybe glance too, but otherwise he's probably going to be gone. A little bit more zone read with him. A little bit more quarterback design runs. So we got to sharpen up on that. All right, Patrick. Yeah, look alive. Patrick Graham's our defensive coordinator. He'll do. A, he'll put a great plan together for you. We've been playing our ass off, oh, right? Shit. 
Okay? Without a broadcast. Here you go, Coach. All right. So if we see Bake, we know what Bake is, right? Yeah, yeah he stinks. So whatever, whatever first plays they run, the first 10, 12 plays, if he starts, listen to me and write this down. Yeah, you. Connor. Who's that, Coach? I don't know. Connor they just Cook told me that's your on. nickname. Connor Cook's right. not on the team anymore. So if they start him, what? the first 15 plays, that's all you're going to say. It won't be 15. They'll give him eight, maybe ten pass concepts. All right? And then the zone game, the, the, it's zones and boots with this guy. And what? a lot of eye candy. Every single snap, you're going to get a motion. Every single snap, it's jet right to left. Jet, jet sweep left to right, right to left. It's all over the place. This little 2-2 Atwell... He's been coming alive for him. Flies. Okay, because Cooper Cup's out. Allen Robinson's on, on IR. All those guys. They've lost a shit ton of guys. Is this a real team, okay. Coach? <laughs> Just I, what I tell you about that. <laughs> trying to rack my brain here. I forget what exactly you said. I'm tired of people walking in and out of our meetings. Yeah, it's happening. We don't okay, so a lot of eye candy. We didn't know that was So we've got to do a great job communicating. Our comms got to be on. Patrick Graham. DC, we got to be on, on top of that stuff, right? Because you're going to get it. Of, uh... But you're going to get jet sweeps with this guy. Jet sweeps. And there's a tell on this. He's going to be over here, and he starts to go in a jet oh. sweep motion. If he stays flat down the same alignment, he's a yard off the line of scrimmage, all right, and he's close to the quarterback, come on up here for a second. Hey, baby, coach. Can you unplug? Say you're the quarterback. You look so cool. And you dude. give me the little foot, right? And I start to come on jet I'm sweep. Jet, and you're, no, you're, you're under center. Okay, and you're going to give me the, a jet sweep. I go in motion, turn, hand me the ball. Mm-hmm. See how close I am to him? Yes, coach. So if he starts in motion uh-huh. and he starts getting depth like this, play action, fake jet, okay, and then it's whatever Rick down the field, okay? So keep an eye on that as you guys watch tape this week. It's a big tell on them, all right? Will Short, we be able to see 18, that? So they're going to put him – what's that? Will we be able to see that? If you study. Oh, oh. yeah. You'll have a player on, probably coach. tell you. I mean, you're always asking questions like, well, we, yes, you'll be able to see that. <laughs> I sat in the back of the film room, and I watched it from the vantage point of a defender. We'll see it. You trust it, you'll see it. Somebody will yell it out. Somebody will be close to line. He's getting depth. Motion. Depth, no depth, jet. No depth, jet. Depth, 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 depth. Yeah, you'll probably not. Forget that one. Erase that tip. No, yeah. no, no. No, because, you, you know. You coach, I write in pen. I can't erase shit. AJ, what do you think? I think we can see that, Coach. We can absolutely handle it. I appreciate Who's that. Who's AJ? Thank it's you. Good coaching, Coach. AJ Cole is playing defense this Powell. week. Powell. Okay, a lot mm-hmm. of Van Jefferson. Again, all their guys. So who they're going to rely on tonight, whoever's at quarterback, we're going to destroy. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Akers is coming alive. Remember how he started the season? Nobody wanted him around. He didn't want to play. Coach didn't want to play him. McVay didn't want to play him. Didn't want to hand him the ball. None of that stuff. Now he's coming around. Okay? Now he's coming around. Higby. That's the leading receiver on the team now with Cup down, yeah. Allen Robinson down. 400 yards. That's the guy. Like and head coach was noted okay, in his press for saying, hey, we got to get Atwell. I should have got him involved earlier. 2-2. Big play mm-hmm. against the Saints. Wise. A couple weeks ago, watch it. Sent him on that jet motion. Came out on a wheel route. Ooh. The guy, the D-back okay, for New Orleans, he can run. Number 19, he's out of his pedal 10 yards early. And guess what? Tutu did. She he took him. his tutu. Yeah. Tutu. And <laughs> beep, beep. Tutu. Tutu's gone. He ran right by the sun bitch. Tutu. 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 It's an old head, 19. Okay. It's Chris Harris. Handle the he tempo. Sucks. 
Think about Sean, all right? Jeez. Think about Sean McVay. He does a great job. When the play's dead, they're going to be on you. Okay, he's already calling. With first down, success or not, he's already got the next play, and they're on you. So we've got to be able to handle the tempo, the different personnel groups. They're going to major in 11 and 12 personnel. That's who they are, all right? It's zone right, zone left. Boot right, boot left. And then some play action stuff, some eye candy stuff, some jet sweeps. Pretty, pretty simple. Okay, win fourth down. The thing is, most in the NFL right now, Damn. okay, and they second in the National Football League for converting fourth down. So we got to assume anywhere, okay, at three and nine, they got nothing to lose, right? We got to expect that shit. We may have to defend four downs every time they they possess. Coach, the ball. are they second in the NFL in percentage or made? They're twelve of its sixteen, which is second in the National Football League percentage wise. There's yeah. only one team better on them for converting fourth downs this year. Chiefs. They haven't they haven't attempted the most. But they got the highest percentage success rate. Okay. Okay, on fourth down. Good stat. Great question. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you paying attention. Great question. Hey, no I problem. I wish everybody in here had that focus. Well, see that? Take a look at special teams. Team three and nine, coach. Look right. Let's take a look at special teams. Let me get on board over there. Okay. We set a goal blocking two. They've already blocked two. Okay? We need to block punt against these guys. They blocked them, all right? Dickham Dixon. They've got good specialists here, all right? Dixon, 42 net. All right? Gay, 18 and 19 with a long of 58. Okay? Really, good, like. really good place kicker. We'll give you the line, you know, on game day, but uh, we got to be ready to defend <clears throat> long field goals with this guy. Powell, kickoff return, 7 9. Uh, that should be punt return, and then this should be flipped. That's on oh, me. Okay. All right. So the punt return average is seven nine. Kickoff return average is twenty one. All right. Solid, solid. All right. But we understand, worried. but we we'll understand, but we either. understand how we're going to do this guy, right? Tommy yeah. McMahon. Oh yeah. Where's Tommy? Yeah. Yeah. So the whole T deal. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> you guys understand how what a brilliant coach that you have, Easy. and the. Hours and hours and hours and how relentless he is of reading that damn rule book and calling and bugging the fuck out of the officials. Then they call me and tell quit having Tom McMahon fucking call us. <laughs> I love you for it, but give me a heads up that you're calling and asking about a holder and a tee and shit. I'd like to know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> so when I get asked in the press conferences, like- I, I can give them a fucking educated Answer. Coach, sounds like that is an experience that you've yeah. had. Coach, yeah. that sounds like a personal experience. Damn right it is. <laughs> a lot of history there. What a guy. I feel like crying. Oh, there. Let guy. it out, Coach. It's fine. So Dickham Dixon, why Dickham Dixon, and why do our corners that are holding up the, their gunners, why do we have to be alert? Uh, what throws, do we know about this dude? He throws the ball. He's got, a, Shit, he's got an arm. Damn right, Coach McMahon. Yeah. He throws it. So if it's... I don't, fourth and seven, fourth and eight, fourth and nine, anywhere less than that. If we're up like this, we're pressing these guys, we're asking for it. Because they're going to outside release you, okay, and then it's going to be a fade stop. And the guy's two for two on the season. He's got a hell of an arm, man. Joe D. Camillus, hell of a special teams coach for the 30, 34, I don't know. D. Camillus, I think we can assume. No. <laughs> what fuck would you know about? Oh! me, coach. Mick Daniels. But he loves the gobble-goo. You like the yeah, salon, don't you? Who doesn't? Okay, so he does a great job, but we got to be alert. So I'm thinking, Tommy, best way to prevent that would be to do what, you think? Oh, we're just oh, off. Just let just him run to us. Keep eyes on the quarterback. Make sure the punt gets off, all that type of stuff. Okay. We should got be good. Got that? Corners, holding good. up their gunners, all right? So let's be aware. Let's don't give him a free freaking first down. He's a good right? punter, too, that guy. Mm-hmm. 
thought they were throwing face Yeah, like backs. I said, 42 yeah. net. That's not bad. Because the corner has bad. to turn to try yeah. to get it and then just run in right Let's out. look at a couple plays. It's a great play. Okay, remember what I said. What's our favorite run? Right and left. Zone. Zone. Okay. Zone. So here's here's Cam. Here's last week against the Seahawks. Always going to have you a motion. You see a five-man front. Oh, he's deep. What he's did we deep. say about Ike? Deep. Always going to have a motion. Okay, so run it back. Deep. Let's take a peek at it. See where he's at. All right. Okay. This is the line he's on. He's lined up on, deep. right? Okay. See where the quarterback is? Now, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, someone said, can we see that, AJ? One of his smart-ass teammates said, can we see that? Did you see where he ran across? A total yard deeper. There's no way. Watch this motion real quick. Three feet, I see it. There's no way. <laughs> no jet, no jet. Thank you. Gotcha, Coach. Let's be on it. Okay, we can laugh and giggle about some bullshit. Like, like hey, yell run, yell pass, run, yell run, yell whoa, whoa, whoa. Who did that? Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell West. The guy's got a lot of bathrooms, Coach. Embarrassing to our division. God. Okay, so big-time zone team, big-time boot team. What comes off of it? I just gave you the play action. next play. play. Action. What kind of play action? Boot. They Under move the and overs. Gonna run, they, they're going to move the quarterback. A big boot, Coach. So the thing that you got to understand boot. is you got to see splits. If you would take it back to the beginning, absolutely, Coach, you didn't boot there. So uh, normal. So here's the key. Let me get to it. Sorry, Coach. Smart. Sorry, I'm already asking Frick questions. You know, guy's a problem today. He's a problem. Mention I'm asking one, questions. Mention one player on the opposing team from Brown, and then you got to chime in and act like you're, you know, an Ivy Leaguer. Yeah, well, imagine the you're other not. team being three and nine. Junior and college, sucking, fucking you know? guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if they start, look. If they start the action, watch this. Okay. Start the action, and then we'll pause. Okay, so if they're – stop it. Keep it right there. So we got action here. So which way would the boot be? Uh-huh. That, that be way. Here, right? Uh-huh. And so what would this guy's split probably be? Tighter. So, so he can do what? Get across the field. And this guy would be where? Mm-hmm. Deep. He's going to be Wide. out here. Okay, that's the normal. That's the normal. So off of that, getting everybody think, okay, zone here, now it's boot, and all these routes are coming this way, and they change it up. Watch how they hit this over route. We got a cut split. <laughs> Okay, away from the action, and they start to roll away. Anticipate that over coming back the other way. And here it is, 2-2. Two, two. Mm. Oh, what a oh, catch. Catch. player. 18, now keep in mind, when 18's out there, they've been bringing him back in the backfield to build these two-backs. Uh, two oh, he's strong. Now he, strong. No, he, no he, if, if they try to run a lead play, Okay, with 18 at fullback, and we don't frickin' shorten that frickin' guy's neck, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Whoa! We're going to kill him, coach. Hell yeah. Go meet him on their side. You go to your here, glass break. No wideouts running ice as against us, coach. I would hope not. If they do, <laughs> Wide receiver what do we say about fullback? block? Yeah. Who yeah. do we say block who on defense? Who's their dog? Bobby Bobby We've got a lot of dogs. Here's five. Again, who's he matched up on? 14. DK. 14 DK. last week, right? DK. Metcalf, all right, had a, had a good day against him, just like the day you had, Devontae, last week against them Chargers. Yeah, we got right? eat, Coach. Eight catches, 177, a couple of tutties. Woo! Need another one. Need another one. Yeah, Need right. here. But he's going to come. He's going to – they got zone coverage out of this too, all right, with him in the slot. Sneaky, he plays both, so don't – you got to read this all thing. Right. Quarterbacks, we got to read this. Okay, but Wagner's a dog, man. He's a great player. He's the energy bunny. All right, Tasmanian. Here's, here's Floyd up top. Gaines in the middle is a tough – he's a tough dude now. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yes. Watch it. 
Watch it. Oh. Relentless. Relentless. One of his two sacks. One of his two sacks. They do a nice job on defense. Again, this is base. Base defense. They've got <coughs> nickel defense. Excuse me. 4-2. Four 4-2 two. Four two nickel. Well, They'll give you that 40 that. look. They'll give you that 40 look. They got the penny look as well. Number five, what did we say about Ramsey? Outside, inside. He's a great player, right? Eyes on the we got a ton of respect for him, right? Mm -hmm. But he likes his eyes on the quarterback. And you've got to have your eyes on your luggage in this league. You don't, go, you don't have your eyes on your luggage. That shit's going to be missing. You go to the airport. Oh. So here oh, he is. Shit. Here he is. Shit. Okay, against Kelsey. They got him matched up. And he's going to win his fair share, but he's going to be undisciplined. All right, he gets his hands on you at the line. He's got smooth ass hips to mirror. All right, but as soon as he thinks the, the cut's over, all right, and what's he start to do? Peek back. He starts to peek. Is he in phase? Nope. He's no, not no. in phase. You got to run down your trouble. You can't start looking if you're not in phase. What do you think? A guy like our guy Carr, you're going to throw it to him? Oh, a guy like Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, is going to throw it five feet behind him <laughs> and put it in your lap? It's not Matt Ryan. Oh! What's going on? Come on, guys. Come on, Come guys. on, football karma's a bitch now. Let's be, hey, it's very real. It's about us. It is real. Try right. stadium. It is real. Here's Hoyt. Here's Hoyt. Hut. Keep an eye on Hoyt now. I'm telling you. Hut. I'm telling you, don't, don't assume because he was a D tackle. He can't pass rush. That's the one thing he can do. If they drop him, get him in space, we can take advantage of that. Kelsey's a dog. That's this team been quitting. Hey. I didn't say that. Two Coach. types of pains, right? What are they? Pain and discipline. Pain, pain, pain and discipline. Pain and regret. Let's keep doing the fuck we're supposed to. What are you laughing at? Everybody, say physical I'm telling pain you, we got three in a row. Personal professional. We can go beat this team. Yeah, we, we can, can go beat this team if we do what's right on a short week, all right? Let's break this thing up. Go see your coaches. Uh, Coach, you, before Coach. we get out of here, can we meet with this guy too? Wondering. Yeah. Is his game our owner. time over? It is our owner. That's yeah. your owner, Derek. I love that man, I, Coach. <laughs> Where is he? Is he here? He's getting a haircut. Great, great, great meeting, Coach. Great meeting, Coach. Thank you, pal. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go inside the Los Angeles Rams team meeting room, the Super Bowl champions team meeting room on Monday in preparation of their game this evening at home against the Raiders. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Sean McVay with Coach P's Key. Yeah. Hey, coach. Coach. Hey, coach, good energy, Coach. Good energy. Hey, hey good, good morning, man. Good morning, good morning coach. Hey, Another tough, uh, hard-fought game, another tough loss. But you know what? Nobody's going to fucking feel for us. Yep. Nobody's oh, yeah. going to feel sorry for us. Nobody right. cares that, you know, Maddie's out. Right. He's on IR. Right. Aaron's probably going right. to be out with right. a high ankle. Right. Cooper's done. Allen Robinson's done. We Jesus. got a shit ton of But nobody gives a shit. No. And certainly the Raiders come Thursday night aren't going to give a shit. No way. The expectation is we all show up as professionals mm -hmm. every yes, single day. I don't coach. care what that record says. We got five more opportunities, and we got a great opportunity on Thursday night. Yeah. I want energy, I want focus, I want juice, what? upbeat, positive, let's go out and play. It's an opportunity for some of you guys yeah, coach. to step up and go put your stuff, go put your product, mm -hmm. okay? Go put that on tape and Hell go put yeah. that on the field and show out. All we got, guys, decal on the side of our helmet, mm -hmm. the name on the back of our jersey. Mm -hmm. Bang. Okay, last year is last year. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's show these some bitches what we're made of. Hell yeah. Hell coach, yeah. I got a ring here on my hand too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Remember? That's why this year, you know, it is what it is. Put it up. Let's go. Let's focus on these Raiders, right? All right. Three in a row. Malcolm okay, Polk they're on a road. They started started out tough. New head coach, obviously. Josh McDaniels is there. Started out tough. Got a win against Denver. Everybody beats Denver. Kansas City lost. <laughs> tough oh. game. All right. Three in a row. Beat Denver again. Beat Seattle. All right. Big win yesterday over the Chargers. This is a good football team. They got some really good talent. They got a lot of stars on this football team. All right. But we got to prepare. We got to show up. We got to go through these walkthroughs. It's a short week. All that jazz. Let's take a look at these guys, right? And all Off. that jazz. Yeah. Let's go. Coach, I love the juice. I love the energy, man. Get your Campbell soup, man. Chunky soup. Oh yeah, Coach, congrats on that deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congrats yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that. We a lot of good things mm, happen mm, when you win. A lot of soup. good things happen when you win. Just remember that, right? There's a curse you guys, of that, Coach. Hey, look. Really good defense. Pat Graham's defensive coordinator. Got to make them communicate. Good against the run. Okay, they're good against the run. Uh-oh. 30th against the pass. Yikes. The way we run our offense, the tempo that we go at, the shifts, the mo- the jet motion, every hey. single down, we got to stay on top of these guys. Two, two. All right? They're going to play some zone, but they love to play man-to-man. they got some young guys in the back end. They've got some guys beat up as well, but we have to make them communicate. Chandler Jones paid him a lot of money to come over from Arizona, right? Uh-huh. Hell of a player. Three sacks last week. They got, hey, they got after those guys. Five sacks total in that game, in that win. Crosby. The Condor. Ten, hey, dog. Ten and a half sacks. He's a freak. Both these guys on the edges. Tillery inside is a guy. 91 Jeff. is not up there. Bilal Nichols. He's a really good football player. All right? The energy guy. Tasmanian uh, Perryman. This guy will knock your fucking helmet off. You're going to think there's four or five of them out there. We've talked about guys like these in the past. Perriman can roll. All right, he's a sideline-to-sideline guy. I talked about the pass pro. It's going to be important for us. I don't know, all right, who's lining up, quarterback. We'll just go. Mind your own business. Don't even look at those quarterbacks. All right? Matter of fact, Baker. Welcome What's to up, the team. Coach? All right, you, Coach. why don't you stand up and just stand up, give us, give us a you know a little where name, you're from, school, where you've been, name, school, signing sign bonus, song or something. You know who I am. I won the Heisman. I'm better than everyone in this room because this team sucks. Okay, sit down. That's around. a great fucking start, Baker. <laughs> That's a way to win over a locker room. <laughs> What's this guy's problem? What? I thought he changed. Come on, man. Hey, look, I am, Coach. did we not sit down? And did we not have a discussion about your attitude and how you were going to come into this program? We were going to sign you yeah. and give you an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, we had that conversation, but I'm. Well, no, me. but we talked about how you were going to approach this thing and you're going to be humble. Yeah. Okay? Well, I'd be humble. I won the husband. This ain't the cheesecake factory. I apologize. Pop. I apologize, guys. Hopefully, this can turn around in the next Ooh, te- 10, 15 minutes, the rest of this team minute meeting. Catch my Perk, passes. you're starting. Yes. Where's Perk? Yeah, hell yeah. Perk, you're starting. Thank Let's go. you. Wolford. If that next fine, you'll start. I don't know, but if you can't go, coach, you might die. If you put Wolf, we're going to protect him. Believe me, he'll let me know if he can go or not. Perk, get your ass ready to go. You don't know anything about him, Ben. Yeah, cold day in hell before the Mayfield gets on the field. Oh, not with that kind of attitude. Jesus Christ. Had a, had a, I thought we had a nice talk. We did. I get anything to get into another building, right? We didn't hear a word you said, Coach. Kick to the curb, Cleveland. Kick to the curb, Carolina. Whoa, I mean, whoa, whoa. That was a mutual agreement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about Freddy last Kitchens chance you, Coach is a JP? big, dumb How about dipshit? last chance you? I mean, I mean, watch that. Watch that. Yeah. Okay, tonight. Yeah, I've seen you. Come Matt, back Doug. in for another walkthrough. Let's block these guys up front, okay? Let's get after them. Convert third down. They're 26 in the league, okay, on, on third down. They're not very good. Stay ahead of the chains. 
We're going to run it, run our boot action, get misdirection, get them confused, get them thinking, tempo, tempo, tempo. Stay on top of them. Defensive keys. <clears throat> Look, these guys can run the football. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, all right, you guys watch the film, right? You watch the tape. Uh-huh. Old school ISO. They're going to get in two back, AJ, and they are going to run this thing downhill. It's going to be an I formation, right? old-fashioned Mike lead. Yeah. Block everything up, our odd front, even front, it don't matter. Yeah, it's Johnson. Be, hey, and it's going to be downhill, and, he, and the fullback's going to try to knock the shit out of you, and it's isolation. This guy's leading the league, 1,303 yards right now. Woo! That fullback is pissed okay. too, Coach. <clears throat> yeah, damn right. Germany got eliminated from the World Cup. I got Remember? you. I got you. Yeah, let's stay on, on task here, okay? So, look. <laughs> Jacobs, really good football player. Mm-hmm. You're going to get two back schemes. You're going to get one back schemes. A lot of quarterback under center. They will run some gun, gun uh, stuff, but you're going to get play action pass. Public enemy number two, Devontae Adams. As good as they come. 1,100 plus yards right now. What's he got? 1,176 uh, receiving yards, 79 receptions, 12 TDs. Damn. Absolute beast, Ramsey. Absolute beast. Are you up for this? Yes, of course. Jaylen's I know you've had playing? some tough days, but you've got to be disciplined. They're going to try to double moo you. Okay? They're going to try to run all those routes, just like Kelsey did. All right? This guy's a good player, and you've played against him before. You've had your day in the hay, and he's had his. But we need, to, we need to take Whoa. his ass out. Where'd that come That's from? That's Baker. Baker, Baker here again. It's Baker, this guy. He's problematic. Yeah. I'm trying to fucking make sure we're get, holding people accountable here. Oh my God. Button it up. This guy sucks. Hey, Put a lid on it. Hey, what's what's your guys' record this year? Because mine's not three and nine. So uh, <laughs> shut up, Baker. <laughs> I, I think you've started. What? Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to go there, guys. I'm going to stay positive. I'm You're sorry. Smart. I'm sorry that, for thank bringing you, this. Coach. Thank, thank you, coach. Thank you, coach. Bringing this. Testing your guys' coach. mental toughness, and right now it sucks. Oh. He's got an answer for everything. Sorry I brought this cancer into the locker room. All right. We'll go, we can overcome a lot. We'll overcome him. Coach, you guys now. gave me the number 17. Right. That number sucks. Coach, Baker seemingly has go. an answer hey, for everything. Multiple hats. Multiple hats on 28. 17. Know where he's at, all right? They can go to anybody else, all right? Renfro, IR. Mm-hmm. Waller, IR. Hollins, he's going to be a dude. Moreau, the tight end's a dude. That's it. That's it. Okay? Take care of him. Shut down Jacobs. And no trickeration. The last two, three weeks, it's flea flicker, flea flicker, flea flicker. So two weeks in a row. And, and we're going to sit back and say, oh, there's no way. They're going to do it three weeks in a row. They'll do it. And they run it, and they run it, and they run it, and they get all the linebackers what? Suck them up. Suck, suck them up. Suck them all. Suck them all. And then the guy runs up in the line of scrimmage, flips it back to Carr, and boom, touchdown. Don't let it happen. Let's be disciplined and have great eyes. Special teams. Here you go, Nick, boys. Way to let it go. It's a simple deal. I mean, Good guy. you see the stars. Got to pressure those guys. That's right. Look out. Look out. Defensive, uh, the uh, special teams coordinator, Tommy McMahon, and good as they come. Okay. Right, he unturns every single stone. Right, he spends every waking minute looking at the play uh, rule book, trying to find a loophole, trying to find an edge. And believe me, trust me, core special teamers, yeah. Okay, if you're listening and writing this down, he's going to study your ass and he's going to know you inside and out. He's going to dissect you just like a damn surgeon. All right, and he's going to know every one of your weaknesses. Punt pro, if you don't kick, if you overset, if I can go up and under on punt, you know, on a punt protection as a slot, he's going to know you. 
So keep your eyes on Luggage, and he's also a trickeration guy. And they also got this other thing. Does he do trick. meth, that Coach McMahon guy? He seems always having a lot of energy, doesn't sleep you know, a lot. Is he a meth? Does he do meth? Do we know? Meth he, guy? Yeah. No, 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 no. A lot of caffeine. Okay. A lot, okay. a lot of caffeine, but he's a too much. I mean, you'll problem. see him. You'll see him on the deal. He's always wiping his hair down. He's got kind of a, a Mark Davis do. You know, there was a uh, there was a deal there. He's got a little short deal. He cuts it up here, but he's always always thinking. He's always talking to himself. He's walking around. Okay, and he's he's doing his deal. And he's like, hey, you'll see him. Probably, you'll see him. Yeah, you'll know. You'll see. <laughs> hey, great coach. Hey, I love it. unbelievable. Love it. Unbelievable. His but kid, look, however. So they got, you're going to ask, hey, they're indoors and they got a holder holding the ball. Why is that, coach? That's so they get a little more height on the thing so they can plop that thing up. Yep. Okay? Ball. And kick that like inside the, between the five and the goal line and make us return it. Okay? So they can come down there, haul ass down the field, and keep us inside damn 20 yard line. So let's not let that happen. Antonio right? Brown's So let's be ready team? for that. Holder, you're going to say, why they had a holder? Why they got a holder, coach, on the, you know, in an indoor stadium? This yeah. is why. Smart. Okay, so we got to be ready. How for come that. we didn't hey, think of that? I don't. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. didn't think of They're that. doing that in Carolina. You dipshits haven't been doing it all year. All right. Okay. Look, Baker has. Out. Been- <laughs> <laughs> coach, I'm trying oh, to help. Right. No, get coach. the fuck out of the meeting. <laughs> You're not fucking starting. You're not suiting. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Unplug your shit. Hey, turn see your it, fucking dude. playbook in. Give me football ops guy. Give me ops guy. Get his fucking iPad. Get his phone. Apologize. Thank for you that. for what doing a, that. What Thank a mistake. You. Unbelievable. Let's dominate this phase. All right. They got good core guys. Hey, hey Amir Abdullah. He's the kick uh, kickoff return guy. Cole punt return. They're good. Carlson. He's he's. He, hey, Cole got a leg. Yes. Oh, yeah. You special teamers. Yeah. Yeah. Cole Massive. got a leg. <clears throat> he's really good. Fifty average. Forty four net. Be on top of it. Let's look at a couple plays. That's pretty good. All right, and we got a short week. We got to get out of here. I got How much better is coaches. this team without Baker? Remember, it was like this just yesterday. Yeah, it was. Look at, look at, look at it. Sometimes that's what. Hey, look, <laughs> buyer beware. <laughs> buyer beware. I apologize. Where's Sneed? Less, less. Let's have a conversation after this. Yeah, Les Sneed's you know? kind of an idiot for bringing me in, huh, Coach? <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Huh? You can't get rid of me. I'm a leech. What I tell football ops? <laughs> huh? Sorry. Football ops, get him out of here. Football ops doesn't listen to you anymore, coach. Sorry about it. (laughs) You guys fucking suck. You can't even get me out of the building, can you? God. He's probably going to be good in the pocket. How about that? Stay locked in, guys. Do not not let this guy ruin his third program. Okay? (laughs) Coach, didn't OBJ tell you not to bring this guy in here? He sure did. Yeah, he did. And we we think because of our culture and our leadership, and as good as we are, boom, 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 we we could resurrect his career. Give him an opportunity of a lifetime, and this is what we get. You never mm. guess this is going to happen. This isn't an opportunity of the lifetime. You, you guys are three and fucking nine. What are we doing? I'm not getting a ring out of this shit. Head to Venice Beach, all right? Go lift some weights with those. Is there dudes. a cheesecake factory right? there? Get yourself oh. a skate, <laughs> skateboard and a guitar, okay? Because that's Come how on. you're going to make your money from here on out. Oh. Freaking panhandling. <laughs> Let's go. Crosby, right here, 98. Watch him last week. Let's go. Up the field, speed rush, knocks it out of his hand, sack fumble. Get his ass blocked. Next one. Condor. 55. What did I tell you about Chandler? Is right? Mercenary hired free agency last year. Yes. Three sacks in this game. Boo. He hadn't been pro- productive, and, and, and 
the Chargers come into this one saying, oh, he's, he's nothing. He's not even going to give any effort. All of a sudden, the juice hits. He turns it up, walks the offensive tackle back, sack. Still a guy. Can't let it happen. You've got to protect Derek. Give him a chance. Jack Baker, what, coach. What you I mean, tell you, what kind of run me. guy? Oh, kind of, Jesus, guys. Hey, Eric, coach. Shut God. the mic off with him. What did I tell you guys? Protect me. Put a muzzle on him. My God. Toxic. Ruined Cleveland. Well, Carolina. Carolina. Well, huh? Feel bad. Got rule run. Going to come here and try to get me run? Here we go. Matt Rule's a fat pig. You know that, coach. <laughs> I'm not oh, fucking. Okay. Don't you put Matt Watch Rule on me, coach. Run the field. Watch the ice. <laughs> he doesn't know shit. Oh, yeah. He's got a new job with an eight-year contract. Yeah, what that's you right. Got? What do you got? He can only Here we coach. Go. <laughs> I got this bullshit team. That's what I got. <laughs> Woo! Man, he's motivating me. I hope the rest of you guys are motivated. Isolation. Watch this, AJ. Why is that guy waiting? Boom! Boom! Why is he waiting to take that fullback right, on? Coach? You can't wait to get on hit on the side of the line of scrimmage. You've got to hit him on their side. Exactly right, AJ. You've got to hit him on this side of the line of scrimmage. And you got to blow that guy up. Make this guy stop his feet and there? restart and give our guys a chance to get off these blocks. They're going to block out, block out. These two got that guy. Turn. I mean, are you kidding me in overtime? 86 yards? It's embarrassing. And you got to win under this. You can't let this guy just I – mean, our safeties? Collins is going to – oh, yeah, Seahawk. Yeah, rub it in our face. They will. Got to shut down J- – I mean – He's got 225 carries, man. Jesus. You know who's the next guy on the team with the uh, carries, next closest? 30. The quarterback was 17. Do you think they're going to pump it to 28? Yeah, huh? So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Then they'll do this. Don't let Baker get to you, Coach. Make sure you get a uh, black garbage bag for Baker so he can clean out his fucking locker. <laughs> yeah, right, Coach. You can't get rid of me. There ain't gonna be I'm not much going in, anywhere. Much in there. You you come, he me. came in here looking like a homeless fuck. He <laughs> did, didn't he? And you guys yeah. still signed me, Terrible. you dipshits. <laughs> yeah, you didn't read the fine print in that contract. <laughs> I can't read. You won't even get a bus <laughs> ticket home. What did I tell you about trickeration? They're going to hit uh, it. And yeah. where does it happen? Where does all trick plays happen, A.J.? Alumni zone. Alumni zone. What's the alumni zone? 40 to 40. 40 to 40. 40 to 40. That's where all the rich folk live. Can afford all them freaking nice seats. Sweets. Seats with the back on it. Yeah. Alumni side. Probably just got a big play for a first down, right? Shot yeah. alert. Trickeration alert. Get your antennas up. Let's get us a damn dub. Let's get off the schneid six in a row. That ain't us. That ain't Ram football. No. No. This ain't Ram defense. No. no. Don't let this guy get going. No. Got a little bit of pride. Yeah. Huh? Hell yeah. We're going to rampede, coach. Woo. Don't Ram-pede. you worry. Don't you worry. That kid will not suit. Who's high? That kid will not suit. If I, we're going to pass. What? Who's high? Ram Right. All right, let's break. See your coaches. All right, thanks, coach. I love you, coach. All right. Okay. It's time. It's time. Six and a half point spread. Obviously, you don't deal with those. Nope. You only deal in wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield is no longer in the office. Boston Connor has returned to the stage, although I do appreciate the method acting. Yeah. That you I, think ownership, I think ownership and, and the GM and where I kind of sit or where Sean sits, I think Bake's probably going to still be on the field. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's probably still going to get his helmet, and he'll get to suit up in this one. So I just think with, all the, with the Rams, with where they're at in the season, 
okay, with all the injuries, QB1 out, QB2 is now a question mark. We're down to QB3, plus we picked up a guy off the street in Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. If he's got to go in there with 48 hours of instruction, Aaron Donald's out on defense. They've got some other dudes on defense. I just, I, I don't know. And then when you look at the Raiders, you got one team that's like, Bam. All their players, Cooper Cup. I mean, all their players are on IR. All mm -hmm. the stars. Yeah. All the stars. Name me a star. Jalen's still out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, balling. We'll see what he does. Two two. But I just think I just, I just think it's too much. Bobby. Two two. Hey. <laughs> what did that one guy do? Grab the ham. Yeah, yep. no, twerk. Uh -huh. You, know, you mm -hmm. shouldn't do that. Okay, I won't. Well, you could. You. Hey, listen, no, you no, want no, 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 no. Hey, listen, no, you no, want to no. twerk? You no, got no. You got. You created the peanut punch. Right. Yeah. Rip it, coach. Hey. <laughs> That was a great whistle. So having said all that, Good coach Raiders are going like this. Mm -hmm. Rams are going here. Got a lot of respect for them. They've been through a lot. But there's just too many damn stars. And the stars come out at night. Ooh. You got Devonta. You got Carr. You got Josh Jacobs. You got those two freaking freaks coming off the edge. They're going to get ahead in this one. And then it's going to be whatever. Oh. I got the Raiders Whoa. in a blowout, 28-10. They, they just got too much. There's just too much mojo, too much momentum going for them. The other thing is when they show up at the stadium, I think where the Rams are at 3-9 and nine, and the way those fans are there. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. every one of them some bitches is selling their tickets. So when they go there, this is going to be like a home game for mm -hmm, the Raiders. Mm -hmm. And uh, being the Los Angeles Raiders back in the day. That, watch, that's real, watch, right? That is real. Yeah. That, that ain't me yeah. up here BSing. That is real. Watch it. Watch what happens tonight when they show up there. They're going to have to use a silent count. It's happened before yeah, to yeah. McVay and the Rams. Yeah. They're going to have to Let use a silent count. Let alone a team that count. used to be there. Yeah. Still a lot of fans. Right. Oh, louder. my God. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Hey, we appreciate hey. you. Thank appreciate you, you Chuck. Yeah. Great work today. You See you next week. See you, Chuck. Yeah. See you, Coach. Hey, way to make that 12. Love you, Baker. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Coach. That was yeah. awesome. Oh, you too. What yeah. did Baker watch? Like, oh, guys, what? Well, come oh, on. Change man. I'm an actual change man. Now I'm Boston Connors think, iteration think, of me. You think Sorry. damn Darius was getting after me? Wait till baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Hey, great work, Chuck. <laughs> Thank you, hey, baby Chuck. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that was what Baker was going to be coming at no. me. No, me neither. I'm not. happy it did. I laughed every time. Oh yeah. You had an answer. Baker had an answer for him every single mm, time. Immediately. That's, I mean, number one overall pick. He's always got the answers. <laughs> See, he's still in. You it. were right. Method actor <laughs> yep. Jim Carrey. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Chuck has him covering. Do you have the Raiders covering six and a half on the road at the Rams primetime Thursday night football? Yes. I will take the Raiders minus six and a half. The, the Rams, once again, the NFL is crazy. We have no clue. But you would think on paper this one looks like it stacks up for the Raiders. Pretty, pretty solid, especially with the quarterback situation going on for the Rams. So, yeah, give me the Raiders. I like the Raiders as well. Uh, obviously, there's been 80-20 bets this season mm -hmm. where the 80% public mm -hmm. has won. So we can't just automatically do anything. Do we know what the numbers have ended at here for uh, this particular I assume I a lot of people are on the Raiders. 73. Okay, so we have okay. evidence from recent history that that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to lose definitely if it's over 70-some percent on, on public on one side because 80 just won the other day. Yep. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, Give me the Raiders. Here we go, boys. And good luck to everybody uh, in all your bets. I hope you win the Super Boost this evening, AJ. It's Hogs Let's do it in the first half. Let's get it in the first half. Boom. Over with. Hell yeah. We appreciate so much, obviously, Darius, Chuck, Josh Allen, Von Miller. Did I miss anybody? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, uh, Jordan Poyer for a second. 
Jordan Poyer stopped in there for a second. A story about OBJ, so we mm-hmm. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And all the boys, you kicked ass. Hammer, Don is in 15 minutes at YouTube.com forward slash Hammer. Don, you are the best. We'll see you tomorrow for a Feel Good Friday. I'll be here. Here we go. Oh, yeah. First one, long yeah. time. Can't yeah. wait to enjoy the hell out of it. You are the best. See you tomorrow. Goodbye.